0: a tradition, a crucible, it is a hammer to forge greatness, and a spark that inspires millions. It is the international, a tournament summoning the finest Dota teams from across the globe. Yet, for those who would seek the Aegis of Champions, the road to glory has never been longer or more treacherous. In Frankfurt, the sounds of upheaval echoed as fledgling teams struck down seasoned adversaries. In Shanghai, revered veterans showed their strength, standing tall against new blood. In Manila, the battle between challenger and champion raged and established a new pantheon. In tournaments worldwide, old bonds were rekindled and fresh rivalries took root. Now the time has come to put them to the test. As the world's attention turns to Key Arena, as crowds gather eager for war, 16 teams will clash. Each fights for a chance to change their lives Each hungers for conquest at the International, but only one will seize glory. Who will emerge victorious? The battle begins...
1: Today is Thursday, the uh, 1st of September, 2016, and this is a bonus episode of The Gap, uh, our yearly tradition when we talk about Dota 2, and uh, specifically the international. I've got Joe Gouray here with me, what up, and joining us back again. Uh, He missed last year, but returning champion Ryan Cunningham is going to spill his Dota 2 knowledge on us. Well, I'll try my best. Hello, everybody. So... This one is going to be a bit different, so I guess the last couple of years. We're going to be very brief and, and super casual
2: about it, because it's been about, what, three weeks? Seven weeks. I think <laughs> it's uh, been two. two. I think okay. it's been a year. Oh, uh, it's been
3: at least two, because Gamescom, so. Yeah. 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 Well,
2: there was Gamescom. That that occurred. Yeah, it's been <laughs> at least two, so maybe yeah. three. Yeah. It's close to three. Yeah. Three weeks. Um, well, I mean,
3: I missed streaming it in days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, the knowledge has kind of trickled out a little bit, Yeah. But- yeah. It's um, it's hazy. Yeah, Yeah. and my my knowledge was already pretty bad, so you know it's now hazy and bad. Yeah. Well, this is going to be
3: different because you don't play it as much as us two. Yeah. So therefore, like there's certain things like I was about to mention. Then, like how interesting it was, they had the um, the update so close to Ti6 this time because I don't remember it being that close to it the year before. Um, and that was like the changes to like Beastmaster and a few other things. I remember that specifically because my mates are playing a lot of Beastmaster. So yeah,
1: yeah. The um, but also the updates to it were kind of uh, very small tinkering, not specifically major patch updates. Yeah. Um, just like tiny balance changes that were coming up. From the, I think there was, like, two big tournaments just before that, like Starladder, Yeah. And I think Beyond the Summit was just before that. Yeah. Uh, and then the last major was in, um, was in Manila? Manila. Yeah. yeah. Which was the big one that everybody yeah. was super blown away by. Yeah. Uh, so, they did a patch after that, but then leading up to it, it was mainly tightening off the game. Yeah. And, and bringing it all together. Yeah. It was
3: good, like, because people like Starladder actually had a lot more traction than I thought it was going to have. I thought people mm-hmm. were going to give a shit because it was – going to be TI6 soon, but um, I think it was like, I don't know, like straight away, I think with that tweet, one of the best things that happened for TI6 was there were no dominant heroes. You yeah. Remember like last year, it was, was last year was a, was the OD year, wasn't it, when everyone just kept playing OD and he just kept yeah. smashing everybody, mm. and that really sucked, but it was not like that this year.
1: Yeah, and I guess going into it, like this was the, because Joe and I talked about it uh, beforehand, being like a lot of the pros and the talent were calling this like what is this meta and the meta was basically there is no meta it's gotten to that point where they just put out this patch and they balanced it so well that uh, anybody could really play anything and that's what we saw during the tournament like 100 and Five heroes, I think, were picked in total out of 110.
3: And that was even in the first, um, the qualifiers. Yeah, just the first couple of days. Which is just, that never happens. So, that's, yeah, I I loved it. I think it was really awesome for players as well, like, that were watching to see whoever your favorite hero is to be in there. Like, unless your favorite hero is, uh, actually, I don't know. Even the
1: ones that weren't picked were like, holy shit, I would probably pick them in certain situations. I don't feel they're underpowered.
3: I'm trying to think about who didn't
1: get picked out. Like- uh Triant didn't get picked. Yeah? Um, I think Bloodseeker was one of them. Triant sucks anyway. Yeah, his global is annoying. Yeah. Um, sorry, his, his ulti is annoying yeah. uh, when you get ags. But they're the three that are on the top of my head that yeah. I can... Because you saw like even them.
3: like, like uh, Meepo made an appearance yeah. a few times. Techies and- was in there. Yeah. Who it like- was being like nerfed to shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty, it was definitely interesting. So, uh, but then, he, and you also saw because of that, like some insane drafts, like straightaway OG's picks, like their drafts that, that when they got knocked out against, um, uh, what is it called? Fnatic knocked uh, them out, TNC, TNC, yeah, um, who they crushed in the qualifiers, yeah, and then went on to lose, like straight set like two straight games against them and with with one of the worst drafts ever which is actually one of the reasons i said that they've kind of imploded but i'm getting ahead of myself i think that like so
1: going into this tournament uh you know it's a 21 million dollar tournament um og had won two past majors and they were looking good coming up to that it's not really, usually, uh, that's not a, a good place to be in because everybody's gunning for you yeah. at that stage. They know that they've got to bring out either the good drafts, good strats, uh, and they've prepared really well. Um, so, that's really not a good situation to be in when you're a team like them. Mm-hmm. And the pressure was on them as well. Too. Well, it's I would have that. said
3: the pressure probably <coughs> even, well, okay, maybe OG the most, but Wings Because everyone is talking about wings before they yeah, went into it. top three. And then they ended up doing so well. But, like, unknown team, everyone's calling them like, the underdogs, but everyone also said that they were going to win because of how well they'd done. And, like, was it Starlight or, what was that? Was that the one they won beforehand?
1: Uh, yeah, coming up, something like that. Yeah,
3: and um, then to be able to do it, when they were essentially, like, fanboys themselves, and then to do so well, like, you know, when they won, they won – Almost straight sets like they, you know, like in the upper bracket, it was what they won, 2-1 against DC, 2-0 MVP, 2-0 against OG, like pretty ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Okay. What, cool.
1: what do you think? So, we should we start, start at the beginning then maybe? Um, like oh. the, a lot of the, like the way it was presented this year, we we'll talk about presentation. Yeah. Uh, I think it was really well done this year. There weren't many... Um, like lulls in between games like, they always had something going there was always too ether. much
2: fan shit though <clears throat> outside of the ring i hate that stuff i think they use fan shit to fill in pockets but yeah, yeah. it's one of those situations where yeah as a, as a constantly streaming product yeah. they need to work out a way to streamline the process they can't just fill it in because it's not Actually, all that engagement, I I, I find it fucking boring. Oh, I kind of I'm f- in it for fucking. I can. I, I skip the drafts sometimes. Do you? Yeah. Oh man, I like drafts. I know. I know. Because I think players love drafts. Like people who play Dota love the fucking drafts. Yeah. And people who watch Dota want to watch some fucking Dota. Yeah. And that's the difference, I think. Yeah. And like I think the fan service doesn't cater to either either of those fucking. Yeah. I will say that because the draft
3: timing—I mean, look—they're not going to change it because it's part of the game.
2: I think it does just go been, for too long. They think yeah. they sped it up a little bit.
1: Did over they? the they? Yeah. I feel like it has. Um, but I, I'm, I'm specifically talking about the in-between rounds, like not necessarily in-between matches. All yeah. right. Um, yeah. So in-between rounds is very streamlined now. You've got your the game ends. You go back to the um, the analysis desk. They yep. talk about like how the draft went, and then you go back to purge, purge which was yeah. amazing this year. The weatherman, yeah, um, and then he t- he like goes really detailed into a specific. How play. professional
3: has he gotten? Out of this? like he's, he's
2: so different to some of his old YouTube stuff. <laughs> yeah. I I think I think it should all revolve around him. To be honest, he he has. He has not just the, the knowledge, but the ability to fucking communicate it in a way that anyone can understand. And
3: he yeah. does it real quick. Like, you think yep. about this, the game ends, they have a few words and then it's straight to purge. And, he's, you know, and he's already got it all ready to go, Know what he like, the key moments he's going to talk about. And that is awesome. I mean, the, I mean, I guess that's a great for spectators to watch it and go, shit, I probably didn't see that. As a player, like, that's the strategies where you can take away from the game. You know, yeah, like, yeah. some of the stuff that he was doing, away, I was like, I didn't even see that. Or I'm gonna try that tonight and then I fail horribly. Yeah.
1: And, it, and I guess that ranges in like not only is it good for players like uh yourself who's a three K scrub, but oh, <laughs> but um but someone like Job who you know he goes quite detailed into it as well where like you get all these range of people they can get something out of it yeah um, which is I'm just talking <laughs> shit <man.
3: laughs> three and a half K everybody <laughs> three and oh. a half
1: <laughs> hey, which is quite good for Australia right <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> what really do you look
2: depends uh, nearly four oh, yeah. I got up from 2.8 2.8 yeah wow. Maybe you should have been in two point eight in the first place.
3: No, that's when my internet was all shit. I've talked about this.
1: um,
0: Uh
3: crawled my way back. But yeah, that's with the presentation though, like um, Because you see that this year it looks like Madison Square Garden, how they've got a certain center and like all that, which is awesome i mean imagine i, I could only imagine what it was like being there yeah but it's great for um the spectators i mean they had so much improvements this year like the way the characters kind of pop up in front of each person oh, the, like, the AR stuff yeah all awesome. that, that was that was great like you know <laughs> they also limited like the amount of people coming in between you know like in that area where they have that that stuff doing dances and shit like they didn't show that that much this year which is great because
2: that was so bullshit boring <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> so, I I 100% agree. I mean, it's like I think it's one of those situations, right, where they're still trying to find their feet, though, right? Like they're still trying to work out how what works and what they, they present. Yeah, yeah. Esports, yeah. but they're definitely. I think they're driving presentation for esports. I mean,
3: man, I would say like when you have a look at the production value on a lot of that, like if I'm honest, like. The way that it's designed in terms of the, the the match play, like you know how they have the okay, it starts out and they have the three lanes, they have it split so you can see all three yeah, lanes sure it's all going a lot lot of like, rooms. yeah, or, and then they yeah exactly like as like they cut, cut out those boxes, Yeah, that's better than like the NRL and AFL grand final pr- production, like that stuff is next level. That's kind of like how I imagine like well when you go watch Super Bowl. That's the kind of presentation that they're, they're getting to. Yeah. Yeah. Like right, they're they drawing are, shit on the screen and yeah. overlaying things. And they're getting like, look, they are still finding their feet with a lot of stuff, but they're definitely leading the way, man. And like even like we were talking about this a little bit like earlier, which is that um, just from the way that also that they operate this, it's not like they have a broadcaster telling them what to do. Like this is yep. essentially a video game company that has built their own like presentation or, like, everything, it's not like it's an NBC or a fucking ESPN that have gone in and said, hey, guys, we've got 20 or 30 years of history of of presenting things like this. This is how you've done it. They've just kind of pulled the right people together. I reckon it's
2: awesome. I think it's worth pointing out that, you know, Purge was awesome, but I think he he was only that good. Well, I definitely think he was underutilized, but he was only that good because the – behind-the-scenes people were fucking spectacular yeah. at pulling shit together. I mean, as fast as he was putting stuff together, uh, his, his notes together, they were putting this together yeah. cuts and shit, and yeah. that's fantastic. <coughs> like, that is – the next step, I think, is to utilize him more and to fold that shit in to the actual broadcast of the gang. Yeah. And I know that there isn't a lot of downtime in Dota, but there is some, and there has to be some way that they can find – a way to fold some of those moments in yeah. better than what they have been doing.
3: Well that's the thing they didn't do heaps of replays when mm. they're talking about it. Like, I mean, I guess that's probably one of those things where the commentation or the commentary rather, is not probably telling some of the people like Purge probably says this is what I want to talk about. This is the strategy I want to highlight because yeah. like – and you're right, they, they come that together so well. And like if anyone's ever worked with IT in presenting, mm. like that, that shit never happens. They've done that like so flawless. Yeah. And then – but then like obviously they've gone to the panel and they're talking about their things but then they like – Unlike other sports, where they say "Hey," and like then when this happened, and you get to see that replay, like yep. that really didn't happen enough. Yeah, and I know exactly. like, that's probably being finicky, but that's probably their next steps. <coughs> well, and you're right; that would make it so awesome. But
1: yep. just to like expand on that, over in the Manila Major, we saw um, a lot of production changes during whoever was running that, with like adding mana bars to hero calls, yeah. and then Valve actually got that, and then put it in the game. Yeah. Like, they put that in there. And then the Manila guys also had the um, battle cam. Battle which, cam, yeah. Which they um, they got a lot of feedback from that. They took it down for a couple of days, brought it back, a bit cleaner. Um,
3: What's could, the battle cam?
1: They basically, during a big fight, they went to a new oh, overlay, yeah. zoomed right out, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. had all the player cams on the yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And at one stage, it just had too much information. There was, like, yeah. ultimates and spell cooldowns yeah. and just... Uh, player portraits and all, all this other stuff whereas yeah. they cleaned it up towards the yeah. end when it actually went into um, the tournament uh, days but it, 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 was could, it was
2: PGL or something wasn't it? I think it was yeah P- PGL yeah, or something PLG like I don't yeah. know they, fucking, they, they killed it that, yeah. Yeah. that health bar for the team the team health bar oh. is one of the best fucking yeah. I don't know it should, it, I wish it had been there the entire fucking time it's so, it's, so it's, brilliant
3: because as well like when you're watching it it's, um, good.
2: it's so good to see like
3: when teams are re-engaging even though they're on such low health yep. because they're waiting for, like, cool it just gave that that huge extra dynamic to it. Yeah, because you're um, only seeing
1: one person typically yeah. Yeah. and what they've got, whereas now you've yeah. got a whole screen full of information. It may look like a lot, but it still conveys, like, what teams are thinking and, and um, it, it's just about making it not as complex and yep. easy to read.
2: Like, you and can always sort of work it out. You can mm-hmm. always sort of work out, you know, how everyone was going. But it took me forever to train myself to look at the hero portraits at the top to work out how much health they were and to study that shit and to be able to like sort of unfocus what so I could draw all that information in. But the hero help uh, the team help bar does that all for you. And And that's
3: the thing, like you don't want to you don't want to have to be like a like a five K player mm-hmm. to have to understand everything that's going on like there is going to be some nuances that you're not going to get but if you're just a a, a spectator yeah. fuck you i know you're going to look at me about <laughs> no are you playing more than me i think by yeah. this stage but like watching that like you don't want to have to miss any of that stuff because you don't play Like you yeah. know you could have watched you know every single tournament but then you, if, if you're not playing and training yourself to look at that, you miss it. But So, yeah, I yeah. thought he saying. I mean, that kind of probably leads back to that Shanghai was such a clusterfuck. Yeah. And they deleted it.
1: It's well, gone well, from the major system now. Well, that's... Oh, really? Yeah. They actually removed... Uh, well, they haven't... I don't know if they've specifically
2: Man, said I it's really Shanghai. Might. I
3: mean, want them to come down here. I was hoping Manila would fuck up because that's closer to... I thought that would get wiped first because I would love for <laughs> them to come here.
2: Oh, my Lord. That'd be amazing.
1: The um. So, they announced during the the TI that they would be cutting back from four majors to three. Yeah. And everyone was like, well, Shanghai's gone. Uh, but the idea was, well, hopefully they end up giving it to Manila or, or the production company that did that and bring them across because it was one of the best productions we, we've seen. Yeah. In Manila, um, yeah.
2: I, I don't no, think no, I they bring like, here. I feel like- They don't bring it here at all. But I feel like In China- Needs a major. They well, deserve the home turf. I mean, I think they they get real
1: things back, and maybe in a year's time they take it back to China, or maybe just go to Russia. It's huge in Russia. yeah, yeah, well, um, yeah
3: Russia would be a big one for. But I'm massive. saying that like Southeast Asia is like one of the. I think it's like including the Pacific. Pacific it's like forty five percent. So it's fucking huge in terms yeah. of like people that are. I think it's a viewing or playing. I looked at that just recently. I was very surprised about, but. I would assume that China would have its own tournament, always
2: for True. just the sake of it being the right, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But um, I don't
2: know. let's talk about some teams. I'll get some more beers. Some teams. Yeah. So going into it,
1: uh, right? What was
3: the compendium, Obviously, how many? How many? <laughs> I had battle points did there. You have. I did have wings in there, but I also had OG going all the way. Which when they decided, to, when they actually got into the uh as the first pick yeah on the upper bracket I thought they were a pretty strong chance to go through to the final. Yeah. Um also just their performance recently, like get rid of their performance in other majors, but like they've just been playing so seamlessly. Um, mm. it's I'm surprised at how shit they did. Um but who was your pick? Um,
1: I had OG, um, only because I always pick the favourite. Um, but I had OG and EG, oh, which really? was pretty close. EG got
2: to like... I the top bracket. Bananas for picking EG. And yeah. I don't fucking even have a companion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Uh, my my they companion was far. like... Aren't they got like... Um, well, they got all the way to... They like third or fourth. Third in upper bracket. And then, yeah, so they went pretty yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, but... When like they had an actual tournament
1: bracket layout that you could pick who would win who would lose mine was like 50-50 so it wasn't too bad in terms of I know, did pretty guessing. well with
3: some of the other ones actually so like with the low brackets and stuff like that I didn't do too badly I thought DC were going to have a huge run to be honest I was like I just felt that they had some really good like support even other underdogs and stuff like that, I thought they were going yeah. to do fairly well. You might be the only person <laughs> in the world that thought they'd do well. Really? I thought they well, were very much ranked at
1: the lower end of the the oh, spectrum. They weren't <laughs>
3: expected to do really well, but I thought they just had a lot of support. Um, I mean, like because of how even the draft was, like, like DC usually have a good selection of random heroes like Weeha plays Meepo and they yeah. let him play that a few times he got, he got, I think he won Matt Brown yeah and he got Invoker a couple of times as well which, which is, is like oh and he got like one of
1: those I think he got like play of the tournament was that him or was that Miracle
3: uh, I wouldn't have been Miracle I don't think he had many big plays because we so we,
1: that could have been during the group stages we were in the uh the in the Blue Mountains watching <laughs> watching Dota, we're on a holiday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're on holiday and uh, we've worked out how to bring up YouTube on the- uh, The TV. On the, yeah. Yeah,
1: three hours outside of Sydney in the mountains, I woke <laughs> up and terms watching Dota. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll watch some
2: Dota.
3: <laughs> yeah, man, Good on
2: you. <laughs> I, I was like, you know, it was one of those situations, like, I'm not able to go really anywhere. uh don't want to make a lot of noise. <laughs> Fuck it, let's watch it. Man, so. it's
3: perfect timing, like, we are yeah. would- this place shut down pretty much until about one o'clock
2: most <clears those throat> days because we we're just watching heaps of it.
3: So.
2: <laughs> um, well, yeah, we were watching the group stages, and you like DC did really well. Mm-hmm. You could have been forgiven for thinking they go fucking strong because oh, they fucking yeah. dominate in the group stage. And, and I, I always, su-
3: I was supporting newbie because obviously the Australian Australians, Australian, yeah. But I actually also like newbie's style of play, so that was kind of why it's I very un-Chinese, um, right? Yeah,
1: I will say <laughs> what does though, that mean Luke. Well, the 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 thing like about Chinese Dota the years ago was like they were very slow and they were that's, that's super old school. And then, they're, that's they're, that's not the case. That's yet. a year ago. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, nobody knows how they play because they're very enclosed and they kind of do their own thing. Yeah. Um, so you don't really see much of them throughout the year unless they get invited to tournaments. Um, which in most cases they don't. They don't. It's usually the Europeans and a couple of North American teams, and maybe one or two uh, Chinese Dota teams. But yep. yeah, it's kind of like what are they doing? They're always like the under, like the secret teams. Like what are they doing? What's happening over there?
3: I was actually glad that Liquid didn't go so far because I don't have anything against Liquid in terms of like I think they've deserved to get as far as they've gotten in the last. Year, like they're usually in the finals or in the top four or something like that. Yeah, but um, I think they play kind of the most boring Dota out of anybody at the moment. Like, they just don't seem exciting to watch. The drafts are pretty boring, and just their, their style is just like,
2: yeah, I don't really. Mm. I actually like watching, the group, to be honest, why? because uh- <laughs> I think. I think so, they've got some really good players on there, like who are capable of some exciting shit. And I think they use their boring style to lull people into a fucking trap where they lull spring some right. shit, and they <laughs> spring some fucking shit. Yeah, I, I they mean they're well.
3: forced to reckon with. I, no, I don't say they're not good. I reckon they're 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 really strong. And well, they were top three going Yeah, it. I think I would rank two. they were ranked two. It was like OG Liquid
1: wings top three
3: but unless it's a fight with I can never say his name right Mwomba M- 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 Man Mwomba Man He's a this guy over here yeah. <laughs> he's probably written it more than I have yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> almost <laughs> <heard> that <one. laughs> um, he unless it's a fight with him in Fowles, it just seems like they play very safe there's no yeah. surprises if he's there it's usually like like I watched a few of the games he played a few Huskers and stuff and it was good like you know because he turns around and he's such an aggressive hero he does a Husker but there was like other times like oh he's not there there's no way they're committing to this everything everyone fall back that yeah. kind of stuff where in most games you see like that like 2v5, and then the other team ports in, and it's like just chaos, and things turn around, and shit like that. Oh right, but it's,
2: trust that with Team Secret, right? We're watching, I I, was, I I hate Secret, so perfect. I'm a giant fanboy, yeah. He was, was now it's an Asian team. Oh, okay, Secret, he
1: loves
3: Secret, yeah. You? Yeah. yeah. Secret is I always the always like team ever. You like Poppy, yeah, man. You know, like he's the, the greatest show player fan ever. ever. Everybody crazy. hates Puppy. No. He's, he's the killer of good times of Donut. <laughs> all right? He backstabs his sh- Wow,
1: everybody stopped listening. Just all of a sudden. He's
3: <laughs> <go, laughs> fucking Everyone right, goes, yes, he's i right, listen to this guy.
2: I'm done with Laurie. <laughs> I, I hate Secret and uh, I like giving Luke a lot of shit about yeah. Secret. Yeah. And I was like, every time we were watching him yeah. play, I would be like... Oh, look at this, look at this, they're about to fucking <laughs> about to fall off. Fuck. <laughs> and we were watching one game that. I was about
1: 50% right <laughs> Yeah, no, they <laughs> fucking <laughs> lost this. It was like. Five minutes in. Yeah, yeah. Because Job, Job's theory is that he can call a game within five ten, minutes. Ten, ten minutes. minutes.
3: Ten minutes? I'm 60% of the time, I'm right, everything. <laughs> okay? Uh, and he'd be like, yeah. look, they fucked they fuck that fight. And I'm like, just chill, just chill. And I then was, come back from something stupid. I was watching that game against LGD, like when they got knocked out, and I was just like praying. <laughs> just praying for it. I just wanted it to go. So. Yeah. Um,. So, do we want to talk about some
1: games then that were hot yeah, yeah. if you can remember? Um, so, I noted one here, which is probably one of the biggest ones, uh, which is OG getting knocked out. Yeah. Um, with That was game two uh, against TNC. Yeah. Right. Where yes. they were... OG were up by 20K in gold and they got knocked out.
3: Yeah. They had... Terrible draft. Yeah, I mean, look, I am. And that's, this is the problem with this: is when I watch drafts, like I say my comment, and I realize that I am a scrub, and these guys are professionals, and they see a this lot more than This is how we differ. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I understand that they're like they see things that I don't, and that's like you know everyone says like yeah, like like we're able to comment, but everybody, commentators, everyone, fans are like, well, like what what could they possibly do here? Yeah. Then, not only was their draft really weird, then their itemization was so strange, like Tiny, that they picked... Do you want to talk about second, the second game? Or- yeah, second game
1: was Tiny, they went Ember, Ogre. Ogre's a weird one because he's very... Um, his spells rely on RNG, um, basically, because his ultimate is if you land your stun, there's a chance that it will like trigger like a poker machine effect and it'll stun three times, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it's four times, sometimes it's once. And so he's very an RNG type of player. Why would he (laughs)
2: exist? Why would anyone pick him? He's
3: super strong. He's, he's very strong
1: but he's he's very
2: got, he gets
3: two, two, two stuns that a click disables so you don't have to worry about whether attacks are going to hit them so it's awesome for destroying any major ults or anything else like that Right. Um, he throws a slow that does magic damage and then he has his, what was he's utilized buff. the most yeah. was his buff which is bloodlust so it gives you movement speed I think it gives you like extra damage heaps of shit Right. Yeah, the
1: um, second the second sorry stun comes from the Aghanim scepter yeah, ag- as well. It's, so you got to buy that. It's yeah. like four k.
3: But you know, there was a lot of games where like he he managed to get that. But he's super strong early. Like he does heaps of damage. Very early game, yeah. He's also like he does. He's just like he's pretty quick. So like for early game harass and stuff, he's
2: very annoying to have against. I just him. can't imagine. In your fucking competitive hopes and dreams.
3: Well, it doesn't have a zero chance. It's, it's yeah, it's like right. it. it's usually by the end of it. Once he's got full stats, you get a minimum of two. I feel like every time that you use, is it. two good enough for? It all? Yeah, is it? Yeah, two for every, on all your spells. So, like, if you throw, oh, like, okay. if you throw like your first stun, right? Yep. You hit them. It can then triple up, right? Okay, and now, then okay. you yep. do bloodlust. Same thing. If you throw like your. Um, like, yeah, what's his magic? Th- he throws like a pot kind of thing, he throws like at them, and it like, does I, yeah, I, I definitely get yeah. that. No. I thought and that,
2: and it builds up over time. The description was that he had a single stun that might proc twice. No, it, it yeah, well, but that's it's, across, it's across the, the that's it, but is. it's always right. like hitting once. it always yeah. does something, yeah. it always but it can always do more. Yeah, like, like yeah. it's a
3: pretty high damage, and then you'll find like when he walks in, and because it's like that, he walks in with like three things that are fairly strong, like, yep. straight away, and then the cooldowns are pretty low. Like, you constantly got stunts coming up. He's yep. really great for kiting as well because he's slow, He stuns Like, you can kite people around for, for fucking days. So. Mm. But, yeah, the, the thing is that they lost that. They
1: were up 20K. Like, that's the point where Joe will be like, why haven't they called GG, the other team? You're like, you'll look at a graph and be like, it's because these guys know that they can come back. All at they need is... Fast? No, no, I'm talking about, like, that's what, I'm 50 minutes into the game. Why haven't they, like, they'll show the graph, they're up, one team's up 20k, why haven't they called GG? Because all they need to do is
3: lose two fights, and that's that's done. Did Did you see Tiny's itemization? So, like, they had, like, Ember Spirit and Tiny were the biggest carries, right? Ember Spirit was doing okay, but Tiny was going around wreaking havoc, so he was stunning and fucking everyone up, right? But... Usually what they do is that he transitions then and gets an axe and transitions and just, like, carry and, and he melts towers. Just bases, yeah. But all he kept doing was going around and just, like, single, like, hero killing, single like, decking, getting yeah. blinks and stuff like that. I can't remember what his final items were, but, like, he didn't transition into the carry that he should be. And so then also F, F, F and uh, – sorry, T and C, all they had to do was wait it out and they had a much stronger late-game team. And all they did is they just kept waiting it out, kept waiting it out. And he didn't melt towers, which is what they should have done. Like, I mean, again, it's this is my perspective. It's easy but, for us to see here. but everyone was like, they're so far in front, they could like wipe out a few different things. Then they lost one or two team fights when the whole team wasn't there because I think Ember was off farming still or just pushing lanes. Yeah, and then they just got pushed down and they couldn't stand up to it. And it was, it was really, it was really weird. And that's like I don't know some of the things I've heard about OG, this team melting now is, as they said, that last uh, that last game, a lot of big issues happened and that's why they actually, like, called it quits and people yeah. don't play together anymore, mm. which is pretty weird, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I watched... Um, TNC's a Southeast Asian team, right? Yes. Filipino, I think. And the other Filipino t- uh, team that lgd is it no it's uh mvp korean right oh yeah they're mvp um i thought that the first game they played very similar to mvp and i thought they had og Salt tmc and uh so when i was re-watching this one uh i was pretty yeah i was i was like why don't they just gg and go to the next game because like try again yeah like they got fucked uh yeah. I obviously have no idea how, but yeah, uh, yeah TNC off. So just call GG and and wrap it up. Um, and then yeah, they, they managed to come back and win. That is that was pretty fucking spectacular. I mean, that I, I felt like that was OG losing though. Like, yeah. That wasn't TNC winning. That yeah. was OG losing. Yeah. And I don't know, but it was pretty fucking crazy. It was crazy. Like, it was, crazy as it was super part, exciting. Like, apart, how but, yeah.
3: how crazy was it watching? The- uh, TNC like gets super like pumped because they got brutalised by OG in their qualifiers, yeah. right? And then to come back and then to face them and then beat them two 0 like yeah. is massive, you know? Um, yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that was um, but yeah, they, they, OG
2: losing. Yeah, I, I felt like I don't know. I don't know if I read it somewhere or if I fucking dreamed it up or something. But I I thought that they had been scrimming against MVP. Uh, I'm sure I read that somewhere. They've been screaming against MVP, and so they—I I thought that they might have specifically gamed to uh, beat OG. Mm. That they had a game plan going in. Mm. After watching the first game, I thought that that must have—that might have actually let Luke's fucking theory about being the top of the fucking ladder yeah. means everyone comes out to get you. Yeah, MVP pull them apart pull OG apart yeah. like they had fucking that's all they had dreamed of doing so yeah. to me yeah, it seemed like if, if TNC was screaming with MVP then yeah maybe the uh, Asian teams were sharing notes on how to fucking beat OG well
3: when you think about it OG is the biggest threat because probably of Miracle, World. you know? <laughs> you were the biggest threat. But then he goes like, because of Miracle, like how many games have yeah. they been down and they're getting absolutely smashed on a goal difference and then Miracle is still the top farmer out there. Like he's retardedly good at farming. Mm. like well, and find that opportunity. So, yeah. Um, did you guys watch then many Wings games? No. Um, I watched... Probably most of the games are just like trying to think of what yeah. was going on. Um, and they yeah. just seem like, like, have a look at their stats. Like, so they beat DC straight up 2 1, right? Yep. Then they beat MVP 2 0, then EG 2 0. Like, and then to go on to the finals, like, when they won they that just, in the fourth, in the fourth game, like, they stopped. They were, they were <laughs> so good. They were just like, and there was, like, only a couple of times where you thought maybe they could lose this game. Yeah. But for the most part, man, they were just, they were so good. They were, they were in another league, I thought. Were, it was ridiculous. So, um, and it's good to see, like, you know, picking a few different heroes and stuff like that. They, were, they played, I thought like they really well. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, because they won and shit, but just watching them <laughs> was also entertaining. It was like, you know, and, like, obviously, afterwards, when they went and got some photos with some of their other heroes, that they, <laughs> they just stomped.
2: <laughs> yeah. eternal
3: envy because you know it's like they're mad fans of that shadow is it he's a mad fan and so he goes and gets a photo with him <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it's but crazy um, awesome. yeah. just like regular regular guys mm. just being like I look up to these mm. people type thing
3: so who is your is your favourite team secret
1: was uh, I like secret Navi with like the two teams because yeah, right. I still like Danby. Dandy's like yeah. man that's gonna like, they're gonna
3: have to change the whole team they're
1: they? no they haven't they're staying uh they did very well, or they've been doing very well um, up until they won. Like, or they've come second and think it's stellar. They came
3: second, did they? Um, well, I still think that they did not look like a contender.
1: Yeah, well, um, so they've stuck together, Who which is, is I Navi. Navi right I like game. that. I'm surprised that they're still together. But I like the fact that they're not like, fuck it, let's blow this team up, let's, um...
3: Oh, let's I some, say, sometimes there's, it, there's something to be said. Yeah, I wouldn't it, say blow, blow the up. team up. I mean, I would say, look, Dendy did not have a good tournament. I don't know, I watched a, like a few of the Na'Vi qualifiers, and... I think Dendi is like he's been great for the game. He's been one of the best people for this game, unlike your mate Puppy like, <laughs> forever. But you hate? You he hate? is he is not performing very well. He got he got stomped the whole tournament, uh, caught out a lot of times. And I just yeah, for my mind, I think they need to make one or two changes to be competitive again.
0: Yeah.
3: Um-
2: Fair enough. The other game I want to talk about, which I thought was... Sorry, while we're still on Wings... Yep. Uh, I was just confirming, but... They... To get to the finals, mm-hmm. DC played nearly twice as many... like Twice as much total total time yeah. as Wings did. Well, because yeah. they got just knocked out yeah. by Wings. Five Wings, first, up yeah. The bracket, but they played a bananas yeah. amount. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's one... Like, I wonder if... It had been another team Fatigued. that Wings hadn't already dismantled. We yeah, fatigue would have been a question, but instead it was just Wings already knew what they were doing. Well, I would say that I reckon the journey
3: that they had DC was very much clawing their way through it, but I think they got better every time. Yeah, like they were they by the end of it, like. They would just... they uh, That game against, like, ehome they won 2-0. Man, yeah. they just get... Like, at the start, it looked shaky. They played against... Uh, I mean, I guess they played against LGD and they still won 2-0, but that just didn't seem convincing. Uh, and then they managed to keep getting through and, like, everyone was expecting the next round was going to be their last and they got better and better. So, yeah. I would say, yeah. But... Uh, yeah. I don't know what that fatigue would be like, man, because you're and playing so much, right? like... Christ. But, I mean, they play that much normally in a day, but...
2: They do, but... That's the question, right? <laughs> they probably play that much already in a day, but the fact is Wings didn't have to play all that much. Yeah. And when they did play, and obviously they played yeah. uh, even in during downtime, they were playing without the sort of pressure on yeah. their shoulders. You've yeah. got $9 million on the yeah. line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh,
3: it, it's a, that's a pretty funny thing. It's a 6 million dollar difference between first and second. Oh, was well, it 5 million dollar difference, sorry? Yeah. Cause yeah, eight, first
1: place gets 9.1, second is uh, 3.4. I thought it was 8.8. There you go. Well, um, it probably changes as the days oh, are going. Yeah, like it's exactly. still I think it's still Oh no, they probably stopped.
3: Well, look, I think it just yeah. ended today actually. Yeah. So, yesterday, sorry. It's the last <laughs> day of the battle pass. Oh, <laughs> I missed that. I love I love the battle Passes. Yeah,
1: they're good. Um so, the other game I want to talk about is uh, E-Home versus EG. This yeah. is where... Oh, this oh, is man. the other big game where... Um, game one where EG came back from Mega Creeps, which is the first time it's ever happened. Oh, man, ETI. that was good, yeah. So, um, I think EG were in control most... I think they were in control most of that game, but something happened where they lost the fight, and then uh, E-Home just came down, took out the, the entire base, and I was just like fuck um yeah or it was pretty
3: tight i I can't really remember but was this the one it was like an 80 minute game where they got through like they had like 250 health on the racks and then they went through and walked through the middle that was was alliance yeah i I thought that was doing team okay yeah they went back from mega i remember because i didn't see it but then i watched the highlights of it and i was like pretty surprised so
1: but that game was insane yeah uh that sort of stuff is like Again, why you
2: don't... Some of these guys don't call GG. <laughs> okay, so they won, all right? Let's 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 have this fight then, okay? Yeah. So they won, right? But if we agree that fatigue <laughs> might, in fact, be a massive factor, yeah. then why would you play an 80-minute game when you realize you lost, when, when you realize the ch- chances of you losing are 90% at 40 minutes? Why would you play another 40 minutes... For the 10% chance to win... If there's always a chance... When it's not on the line. When it's not on the line. Because it was mistake. game one. Yeah. It was game one. They yeah. still had more opportunities. Yeah. They won the next game without... It. But, but it was also the lower trouble. bracket, I think.
0: Oh, that was... It
2: was upper it bracket, was upper bracket yeah. And, uh... Like, I... Look, in the lower yeah. bracket, right? I, I get it, right? Fucking leave it all on the table, right? Yeah. But in the group stages, and the upper bracket, I just don't fucking get
3: it. Well, here's the thing, though... Look at their teams. They had Marana, right? Fe- oh, so, Morana, Axe, uh, Shadow Demon, Void, and, um, and AA. So, just straight away, with Shadow Demon and Axe, you have such good base-like f- fighting. So, like, you disrupt Axe, you put his illusions out there, everything's spinning. Hmm. He's actually someone that can, can hold against Megas. Right, Murano is doing ridiculous amounts of magic damage. It's AOE at that time, so fairly good pushing there. Uh, I mean, the other the other ones aren't fantastic with with Void and AA, but I oh know. I guess they. Just the problem don't. is on
1: Ehome's side; they don't have anything that scales well, like Ogre yeah. Magi.
2: Uh, Wait, is Ogre Magi different to Ogre? No, okay. it's the same. same one. thing okay. just yeah. that's good. Mind. No, that's good. Yeah, use different terms. I've used time. his last name. Perfect. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <Okay>. well, <laughs> and so, uh, I, I don't know. You say that like non- Timber becomes like a raid boss by the end, like you know, I mean, I guess they do have a bit of magic damage to deal with him. And Jug is pretty nasty mm-hmm. at the end. I don't know. Like I would just say that it's
2: one of those ones where Jug stands for juggler, I assume. Yes. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to use full names? No,
3: no. AA is fine. No, I mean, totally know I'm totally getting a. fucking a. told a. about the results. Oh, Look, if and... you're listening to this, I'm assuming you have some basic knowledge of Dota. So AA is perfect. So. Dota is a game where you start <laughs> and you have to battle. i would ask people. what Dota stands for today for, for the first time in about two years. I was, was like, I was like, Defense of the Ancients. was like God. It stands for the last for time i said it. Yeah. Like it actually stands for Dota now. Yeah, they, no
1: one says It's not Defense of the Ancients. What? I don't. They trademarked that it's now just
3: Dodo, which makes some more sense, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, um, anyway. Look, th- that's one of those ones where like it could be seen as stubbornness. And I mean, look, if there's a team that's going to be stubborn, EG is there, like, <laughs> the they, they are stubborn, motherfuckers like Samal and stuff like that. Like, they're pretty known to fight to the bitter end. Um, so and it paid off them this time, so you can imagine how filthy they would have been, that uh, Anyhow. <laughs> Uh, from that. I reckon, though, that probably then maybe mentally smashed them <clears> till <throat> the next round. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you'd be furious. Yeah. Like that. As if they
1: were not blowing up. And 35 minute game, the next next round. Yeah. Which is not super quick, but remember. it's, it's. I think the averages were about like 40, 40 wings
3: fast. Five <laughs> minutes? again. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So, well, who's your favorite team,
2: Joe? Uh, on, you watch it you
3: watching? At TI6 time,
2: now it can be different. Oh, I yeah, yeah, I think TR, uh, Team Liquid was my favorite. Sarah uh, Fuck. <laughs> I, <mean>, I am Bland. <laughs> <playing>. How <laughs> dare you not agree with oh, like, sorry, what sorry. I like? Sorry, sorry. You hate teams with team in the name, don't you? <laughs> <But> it, that's because <laughs> I'm seeing a pattern. Pattern recognition is no, actually no. what I'm really good at. Mm. Uh, that's what the doctor said when I was little. Oh, and oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah team Liquid team Secret it's all coming together now isn't it yes it is Um, I think so what do you reckon then
3: were the biggest surprise who do you think was the biggest surprise team other than DC because they've got to be obviously no one expected them to go that far yeah who else Fnatic yeah I was going to say I think Fnatic were were super surprising that they started in the lower bracket uh, and then made it all the way through, but like they knocked out sweeps. Like, they knocked out Alliance, Liquid, MVP, Phoenix, but like, <laughs> but like two nils, like not yeah. not three games.
2: I think that was pretty crazy that they that they did that well. Um, I think they just played above themselves because MVP. I thought MVP was surprising. I thought MVP were doing really well yeah. and. They just they got a really bad un- well unlucky draw at the start of the upper bracket. They can't have known that it would be an unlucky draw though, but suddenly yeah. they might, might not as like might not have even done well in groups. I
3: reckon MVP were the reason why OG uh, just like went to pieces oh, against yeah. uh, TNC. Like not to take anything away against TNC, but MVP made short work of OG. I think that was the thing that broke them. Because yep. uh, when they went into those games, it was they seemed all over the place. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about all the internal workings and stuff of like that. Obviously, they've now dismantled. Because, like, look, one of the reasons I like OG is because it's player controlled as well. It's been a big part of the difference between them and a lot of the other teams. Right. Uh, they have basically they were formed. Because they didn't like the a lot of the representation that teams were getting and the way that things were being dictated by teams like secret and shit like that. Uh, so they've kind of they they tried to hold that player control. I mean that's one of the reasons why I see it. it's a bit sad that they kind of, they've like no towel and, and that were like really big in implementing that and so like seeing the teams change up a bit, I don't know, that sucks mm. for me but Fucking like basketball. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: I, I was going to just mention some of the other things that happened. Um, do you guys watch the All Star game at all? No. No. I think I told you to fucking watch I can't watch that get shit. It. It's getting better. Like this year, um, what they did was uh, they got people from the crowd um, to come out onto the stage. It was Team Casey versus Team Slacks, who were, we'll talk about them as well. Um, and they basically got them to come out, and they brought all the players out and said, all right, now, you pick who you want to play with as your partner." So they got to choose from all of their uh, all of the pro players, oh, every wow. single, which is pretty cool. Like because if you want, there, you're like, "Fuck, my favorite player is
2: yeah,
1: fear." You can play sitting next to fear. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So they played ten v ten, which is pretty cool. Um, I hate ten v ten, but otherwise, it was the the awkward bits about that. I would say were that you've got a bunch of. Pro players standing around that don't get picked, and it kind of felt awkward, like yeah. oh, like, like a game of uh, schoolyard, yeah. I don't know, footy or whatever, like where someone fun. misses out, like yeah. that sort of stuff is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, the other thing I don't like, which I said this last year, I'm pretty sure they didn't pick any girls from the um, from the uh, the audience that came out. Yeah. I think they need to pick some girls, get some like girls play Dota. I've played like, fucking Dota with girls online. Yeah. Um, and I don't think having 20 dudes up on stage is, is good. No, yeah. have some diversity. Maybe
3: they're scared about the reaction of the players. Were having them.
1: I, I'm pretty sure I read something from Casey that was like, oh, I should have thought of that afterwards. It's like, well, there should have been a directive from valve to be like, pick a couple girls or, or just like something.
3: Yeah. Have a bit of diversity, you yeah, know? like, and if, in terms of all forms, but like girls should be definitely up there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the actual game, uh, you know, that sort of stuff is really fun. I, I like that they get the fans involved and they they bring them out. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool It's a through. brilliant way
3: to get people to keep going. Like, I would love to do that and be able to pick like your favorite player to to, to play with, like hmm. that you watch and that you follow, and getting out there and play. I like, would be so good. I'll just be straight away going, dude. Just like critique my game. Tell me any tips you <laughs> can tell me like anything. Like well. You're Shit, Ryan! Yeah. Stop <laughs> playing. Okay. That's not really what I was. Have you heard about for. this
2: game? It's called Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> it seems like it might be up your alley. Uh-
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but they, I think that's when they revealed um, uh, out- Ooh, who's
3: new hero. Um, uh, Underlord. Underlord. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played that. it, but yeah, because they changed. Yeah, he is in every game that I'm in. Playing. He's actually really. He's really. This is one thing I would say, like, people, well, it's Australian gamers, I guess, have, like, have picked him up really quickly because he is, he is having a fairly big impact. I think most people have now picked out ways to uh, address him uh, a, a little bit, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see that, but he's not, like, you know when any hero comes out and he's fairly overpowered and he's, stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, he's in every yeah, game. Like, he's, he's great, he's got a good impact, but he's not so retardedly overpowered that you know, yeah. you can't deal with him and stuff like that. Anyway. So he's got.
1: Uh, I've not. I haven't played much Dota at all, um, but I know what he does. He has a, um, an ability where uh, you cast it on a, a gr- the ground somewhere and it basically does damage over like seven seconds for a certain amount of time. It does a shit ton of He's got a disable where if someone goes into a specific area, it disables them for yeah. like between one and two seconds, depending on what level it is. Yeah. Uh, his third is a passive where uh, when a friendly. Creep? Or is yeah, it an enemy creep? Both. It's an a,
3: a, a enemy creep or enemy hero. Oh, okay. Uh, he dies
1: while having that aura. You get, uh, you get bonus much. damage. Yeah. So, you can stack up pretty quickly early game and do a lot of... Uh, he's very strong early on. Yeah, yeah. Push. He's
3: great early game. I mean, his ulti obviously putting around the map makes him super helpful yeah. in terms of if your team's getting ganked, you don't... Like, you can just be there straight up yeah. from six. Like, it's pretty... He's, he's got a lot of impact and stuff. I saw someone had a cheat where uh, Chen can send people back to the uh, <laughs> yeah, base. I so He ported to like he goes to port to the like uh, at, is it any or obviously friendly or something like he ports to um, like three of them to. Uh, he's trying to go catapult. to teleport. Yeah, he's so a
1: he, he basically teleports whatever's around him. Uh, it takes like between certain amount of seconds, but four seconds to eight seconds yeah. or something. Uh, Chen sees this happening because it actually shows you. Uh, Chen's uh, ability is that he can send a friendly either hero or um, creep back to the fountain. So he does that as they teleport in and then sends all the heroes back to, <laughs> to his the fountain, the fountain. So they all get <laughs> <So laughs> wiped. Yeah, that's amazing.
3: Yeah, that's
1: brilliant.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, good.
3: Uh, have you got any, like, favorite... Um, Heroes and stuff like that, like, or anything that you didn't like seeing that was overpicked or- Oh. Uh, I didn't actually look at what was overpicked. Uh, just from your maybe your perception, then. I, I, I hate Batrider. I hate watching Batrider games. Really? Man, he's such a shit hero. I hate it. I know. Batrider's so I on the one that
2: proves fire, and- fire everywhere, right? Yes. It throws
3: oil and shit and then fire everywhere and then lassoes and stuff. I just think he's such a naughty hero. I hated that he was all over the Manila Majors, and then I'm glad it wasn't picked as much because every, every off lane it was had a fucking... Batrider and it felt like in, in Manila uh, I'm glad that it wasn't as much this time but man I, I will say like Marana was just like in so much, in so many games
2: um,
1: and Okay I- so Batrider was the most picked? Most picked? Maybe. <laughs>
2: I'm trying well, to look it at seemed like It seemed like he wasn't in that many games Most picked yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, I don't know. I, didn't I guess they
2: did have a wide, yeah, most yeah, yeah. of most of, picked, yeah, um, he heroes though. So
3: have
2: that like, I, I don't know. I like watching him. Yeah, I thought I, I don't it like seeing him prove fire, but like I, I don't know. I feel like he He's has strong, such okay. awesome initiation that you feel like. It feels like something's about to happen.
1: Well, he's also. He
2: is moving.
3: You can't really. Also, he's great for laning because you can't really just sit there and absorb his shit. Because, like, at level three, if he keeps throwing, like. Poo at you. Yeah, yeah, like oil. Okay, (laughs) so if he keeps throwing poo at you, uh, you can't, like, move, turn, get away, do anything. And then if he hits you with fire, it only takes a few seconds and then you're
0: fucked.
3: I mean, he's annoying to lane against and stuff, but I just. Man, I'm still a big Batrider fan, so
1: yeah. The, um, the one I was surprised about was Void, I because he was used very weirdly, not as like a position one or a carry or anything like that.
2: He'd be more like, hang on, what's the difference between a position one and a carry? Pretty much the same, they're the same thing. Interesting, because you use two different terms to describe the same Because thing. a carry odd is odd not necessarily uh, a position one. Oh, no, no, right, right, right. right.
3: Should we say they're all the positions? So do you know? Like, am no, I saying, so maybe for the maybe go, for the no, numbers, my, my point was that a
1: position one is not necessarily like uh, well, he's a carry, but he a carry doesn't have to be position one either. It can be so totally that's helpful. helpful. That's well, actually okay. That so, like, position one, really yeah,
3: position one is your hard carry, right? So right. usually, safe lane hard carry. Yep. That's who you want to carry through the late game. Get yeah, the most fun. Um, <laughs> then you've got position two is your mid. Right. okay position three is your offlaner who can either be solo or you can have position four with him. so position three is can be like sometimes have uh so like like people put void as position three a lot because he can solo farm and he can get away and stuff like that hmm. position four can either be then you're like uh team like a support but like will buy not wards and shit like your mechs oral or items. or items and things like that. And roam a lot. That helps out usually that's like can be like your bounty hunters to even Murata roaming and stuff like that. So help out mm. mid a lot. Sure. Uh and secure and it will secure bottom uh as well, or oh, I say that secure your safe lane. Uh and then position five is your hard support who's with your your hard carry. Um I mean there wasn't too much of outside of that. I mean most people play position four as roaming uh, to help mid a lot as well. I mean, I think you have to now. That's kind of a new meta. Yes, but you
1: see a lot of, like, IO and something else, like, yeah. kind of backing him up in the middle. Because yeah. IO has I picked a lot. Yeah, he was, like, fifth, around fifth or sixth yeah. pick. Um, he's yeah. usually pretty high. But, yeah, just Void is, like, in a weird spot where he's generally seen as a, a, a carry player, but then also maybe you would see him in a position of like three or four sometimes where they would just use his ultimate. So it kind of... He he basically creates a sphere where anything inside that sphere gets trapped for like between four and seven seconds depending on where you've leveled it to. So that means that anything outside that is a ranged hero can just fucking start pinging the thing in the middle. But you see
3: a lot of the... Like all the times we got picked, (coughs) they didn't have that much range. Like yeah. I was actually quite surprised with that. So usually, what you do if you, if you pick that, you use it so that way you, you lock down a team, and your team is, can stand outside and just rain hell on these these guys. But there wasn't as like there was still a fair bit of that, but it wasn't as much as 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 I thought actually, which was really surprised for me. It showed kind of a new strategy with him that you don't you all don't see him do at all because well, in our level, it's, he's usually like you get him
2: far.
1: As yeah. well,
3: I would, I've would said it a little bit more, but like, it's like, you know, they picked him like, okay, that's a great example, which was in that a uh, home game. Uh, and they picked him with an ax who has, is useless. You can't put ax in Um uh, I mean, AA obviously can do some damage, but it's not like he's doing like, I guess he does his alt in there, but it's not like he's doing super magic damage. Mm. Uh, Marana can kind of get its magic damage he from gets, the yeah, side, you know? stun. Yeah, but. I mean, but it doesn't didn't seem like... And then you got Disruptor. I mean, Disruptor, uh, Shadow Demon. I guess he's throwing, sh- like, waves in there as well. But I don't know, just, like, not the, the right-click range damage that you would expect to see from Voidol.
0: Yeah,
1: you had a 46% win rate. Yeah.
0: Which,
3: out of the top,
1: you get to about top 12 and... He's the lowest. <laughs>
3: so. yeah, is that, is that who, who's got picked? Dota buff. Is this it? Elder Titan, man, Elder Titan was super strong this tournament, I thought. He was amazing. It was so fun to watch because he resets fights. <coughs> so what do you have? A, 40, a 57% win rate? All right. Has, he was awesome. Beastmaster was in a shit ton of things. And yeah, a lot of Timbersaw. I play heaps of Timbersaw. I'm shit as so, Timbersaw. Seen a lot. So, yeah, I'm terrible with it, but I'm, I fucking love it. He so pretty, strong.
2: the Saw out with the chain and then pulled himself along, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think I really like heroes with high... Mobility? Mobility and initiation, I guess, as a result. Like, the ability to initiate in an exciting sort of skill shot manner. Yeah. That uh, I think Batrider has and, and Timber Saw has. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that's what I like about those heroes.
3: Uh (laughs) Yeah, man, I love that light high mobility. I mean, this is one of the things I really love about watching any tournament compared to playing the game. Which is, there's no downtime. Everything, something's always happening. These guys are always moving. That's why they always doing something. That's why they always have their items at like half the time that anyone else would. Not just because they're amazing farmers, but they're constantly fighting. They're constantly doing stuff.
1: Yeah, um, like your supports are constantly stacking yeah. or rotating, setting up gangs, whereas in a pub game, in our level, they're usually sitting in lane. Yeah. Sometimes stealing your farm yeah. or just standing there, not harassing. Um whereas if you've got like a you know, a very quick farmer on your team that can be taking some of those stacks to their advantage, that's how you end up getting items at twenty minutes into the yeah. game that are really, you know, important for your team.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's super different. What are some of the other heroes that have that sort of mobility and initiation? From uh, that were high
1: picks. Uh, Io is is so. Wisp is a very uh, right, that's high really pick because he can ball. yeah he yeah. can he can basically grab another hero and then teleport them to somewhere else in the map. Um, so he not only can he initiate gangs, but he can save heroes. So if someone if your carries in getting pummeled he can jump in teleport back to base and then just teleport himself back and just die which doesn't fucking matter because yeah, he he's a position 5 support right they don't get anything for that yeah he doesn't lose any money because he doesn't have any money yeah sure um, um so in terms of the rest of it pretty standard stuff
3: Well, who okay. give us some, some more of the top because I haven't seen
2: um one. what's the weirdest one in the top 20 death profit
3: Man, I thought Death Prophet was super strong in this tournament. I think because
1: she's had. So, Void and Death Prophet were two heroes that have actually had their abilities changed over the last like 12 months. Yeah. Um, siphon. Yeah, her siphon. So, she basically can attach herself to a hero, um, slows them down, and also takes life out of them, which you can do that on multiple heroes if you're within range, which is really quite good. Yeah. Um, so, they changed her. And then the other change with the Void is that. His time lapse previously would kind of just slow enemies down. If you went through them, it's like a jump forward or a jump back. Now, what it does is it negates any damage from five seconds ago. So he goes back to whatever his health was, yeah. which right. I think is the main reason behind him being picked a lot. Yeah,
3: well, it's like that's why he's a, such a great offlaner because you say that go to gank him, you nuke the shit out of him. All yeah. right, your stun comes off cooldown because not many people have a four second stun. And that early anyway your stun comes off he just time warps out so yeah. he only he gets the safety and gets all his health and matter back so it's like it's pretty ridiculous but yeah, yeah he's very he, annoying to
1: play against so is. what makes
3: Death Prophet a weird
2: what makes her weird because you just don't, don't
1: see him in, in yeah you don't see her much um right. she's like more of a pushing hero um it just seems like a, a strange pick it's, it's like a a very passive hero where you kind of just you're taking towers but also in fights you're trying to um, either disable people by silencing them yep. which is one of her, ab- her abilities or uh, trying to stop the enemy team from hitting you so buying passive items so that they can't do anything with you while your ultimate is going off because it basically attacks people around you for a certain amount of time yep. but if they can't kill you then they need to leave that area. Yeah,
2: yeah, fair
3: enough. Can I just make a side comment? Go if on. any of uh, our listeners are out there, uh, like work at tech brands or like laptop brands, um, Luke Laurie desperately needs something that's not going to melt his lap when he has it on for a <laughs> This thing is fucking like a furnace here. I'm sure that he'll write whatever, like, when he writes it's a review, he'll write, he'll write and say, It was written on this laptop. Someone send him something new. This thing Ryan, Ryan doesn't
2: realize, but Luke loves having Hot Dick. Ah, uh, no, does that's he? What, that's what he lives for. Ah, uh, really good. So. <laughs> nice, that's yeah.
3: good. Sweaty ball syndrome.
2: Swamp crush, I yeah, think we call so it. Uh, I, I, I was going to say, uh, what is, what's a hero that you guys were surprised didn't make the top 20? Uh, I don't here? know. I mean, is, uh, is Bounty Hunter in the top 20? Uh, no. He no. saw a lot of Bounty Hunter you've in Manila. Got Manila, s- yeah. And
3: you've got this set not much at all. So rider was the top, and then you've got um, was disruptor in there because I feel like he is
1: very strong. I think no, I mean, yeah, disruptor.
3: Think- disruptor was fit, which is oh, was he? Ex- yeah, expected. Because disruptor. Oh, okay. right, I'll give you the top. I'll give you the top ten. Right? So All right. So Batrider number one places void Timbersaw I don't think there's any surprise there. Jug. Jug is. Late, right? Jugger- juggernaut, right? what He's um. I don't. Ex- I was expecting him to be that high. I think in a few of the other tournaments gone by, they've shown that Jug is one a great counter to disruptor. Um. He's just a great counter because of his spin. He can get out of a lot of dangerous situations. So I think that it was no surprise him being in there. Yeah. Then he had Vengeful Spirit. I didn't realize he was picked that much. And he had a 51% win rate. That's actually... That's quite high. That's pretty good. I've like, got a,
1: I've got a very high Avenge... Um,
3: is that the
2: one with the rate. ghosts everywhere? Uh, no, that's Death Prophet. No, nah, oh.
3: yeah, no. So, Eventual Spirit can, like, throw a stun. He does a armor, negative armor, debuff. Does a swap as his ulti, so it swaps position with them. Right. right. So, he is quite advantageous in terms of saving your carry she, she. I, mean, I always say he for everything because I'm sexist, like uh, Vel. <laughs> Um Elder Titan, then, which I'm not surprised. Elder Titan is, is, is an amazing support. Like, mm. I wish I could play more than that. Murana, which I love Murana. She think, got
1: um, her Scepter Septo mm-hmm. is, is pretty OP. It is
3: ridiculous. Mind. Ags and <laughs> Ethereal Blade now. So, like, Ag means that she does a Starfall. Well, I don't actually know what the name is. It's Starfall. Yeah. Uh, which is like a big nuke. It's an AOE nuke. Then when you get ags, it does an automatic one of those every eight seconds. I can't actually remember. for free. For free, (laughs) right? So you walk up and you hit that and you hit your, uh, like, uh, and the new Ags does it, so you do it normal. You do it twice in a row. It does a thousand damage, basically. Then if you do Ethereal Blade on someone, that's a new. You do like fourteen hundred damage in a couple of seconds, which is like AoE, which is stupid. Yeah, right? that's
1: like a support dead instant. Yeah, and
3: that and they can play it as almost like a Roman support. So like you don't need that much farm, and when you get that, their farm goes up huge. So mm-hmm. um, Beastmaster, which I'm not surprised by, is a really good pushing hero. Then Earth Spirit got put picked hundred and six times. Yeah, Earth Spirit is awesome. You don't get to see much, and then
1: Oracle. well, you don't get to see him in games we play because he's very high school. So Earth Spirit. Uh, the one
2: carrying the big keg. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's Brewmaster. Alright Oh
3: yeah, he be, he yeah. Um, has stone remnants. That he kicks around and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he, like oh, a giant. A boulder and, yep. and rolls and so that he's really good, and then Oracle just to finish it off. And Oracle, Oracle is very
0: good. Oracle. He's,
3: Oracle does uh, – I don't actually play him, but I know to play – not to play against him. They do things like he does a, a stun, but it's a bit delayed. But when it hits you, it does a nuke, but then you slowly get health back. It does another thing where he can kind of save you. So that way, if you're getting the shit nuked out of you, you get delayed on set of, of your damage. So um, you can basically sit there and absorb a huge amount of damage. Then you go away, and then they've just got to – someone's just got to try to heal you yep. before you take all that damage. Which but he's
1: is got to heal. Helpful. Huh? But his, his yeah. other ability is that he damages you and it slowly heals you. So, you, what you basically want to do is cast your ult on them yeah. right, and then use that healing spell a bunch and it just basically negates everything that happens. Yeah, okay. very
3: high-skilled high uh, hero to
1: use. Yeah. Okay. okay.
3: Some of the heroes, I was surprised at were low pick rate are... <laughs> uh, Like, Ursa was way down, and got picked 25 times. Husker, 24 times. Husker, I I think, got banned a lot, though, I would suggest. Yeah, Husker got banned 64 times, so yeah, it's fine. Ursa, not really much. No, uh, Ursa's bad, and you can kite him in a lot of situations. Lone Druid, man, he had a 66% win rate, only 24 picks. Banned 40 times, not that much, but I just thought... They're all alliance bans. Well, probably because, (laughs) I know, Liquid, he usually plays... I usually play them a lot. Um, Like, I'm not surprised there's no Spectre and things like that. Like, only scrubs like us play that shit. Mm. Um, I don't know, like... So, who had the most bands? No, man. Omni Knight only had six picks and two bands. Mm. Three bands, sorry. That's pretty crazy.
1: He's, like, considered... I would say Omni Knight in the past three years is the highest win rate in Pob Dodo. Yeah. Over the... Like, Like, easily.
3: Yeah. Well, here's something that's probably interesting for you. So, Meepo got picked three times, yep. right? But banned twenty-two. And I reckon those are all against you Yeah, it's about it's against um teams. <laughs> you like, just Wehar's like fuck one that. Of the best players as well, or is it a bed? I've never I've never seen a bed player. I don't even know what team is in.
1: Yeah, the prop like, like when when something. I play Dota and I get a Meepo on the other team, I'm like, we're fucked because generally people that only play Meepo. They, that's all they play because yeah. right. a good Meepo player will just ruin you yeah. and you have to tell your team like we need to get on that as yeah. soon as possible yeah, otherwise we'll stuff. get wrecked because I'm not in a yeah. you know my <laughs> tier is not high enough to be able to deal with that shit
3: right enough. so something I wanted to mention as well um, can you check most bands most bands yeah. while you talking about? yeah that should be on yeah, the same so, page yeah, yeah it is uh, most bands with IO okay, whatever yep. Uh, and then followed by Elder Titan, which, and then followed by Death Prophet which was only one difference. Uh, so Man, I must be bands. missing It must oh, be that slow
1: because that, that slow is the only thing I can think of that what? It's super annoying.
3: Elder Titan, Death Prophet. Oh, uh, Death Prophet. Yeah. No, Death Prophet is really good. I mean, like King build really tanky. Right, you have an ulti that if you get a Yules, you, you're pretty strong through that enough. Pretty fairly early game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think. A lot of teams were scared of late game push as well, mm. um, so that kind of got that kind of banned. Then Ricky and then Alchemist. So I mean, Ricky gets banned in tons because he's just so annoying to play against. You have got to change. You have a, if they have a Ricky on the team, you have to change everything that you're going to do, right? Um, because he just runs around in Viz and annoys the shit out of everybody. So you can't yeah. play normal games. Be constantly buying sentries. Yeah. And Ark as well, I guess, probably because. His farming capability is just too much of an annoyance to deal with as well. And every single team can play a really good out. Like, it's not one of those heroes where you go, like, okay, Weeha is so good at Invoker and, and Meepo, we need to stop him. Every team can play out us, so you really probably don't do that. And also, Terrorblade was up there in terms of pity. Yeah. Um, because Terrorblade is, is, is so fucking
2: crazy. Good Terrorblade player. is such a cool looking fucking hero
3: he melts and he's scary people, because everyone like yeah because like you put a void in the terror blade together he just like you, nothing can survive yeah and you're
1: like oh i've i've we've nearly killed tower blade blade and then all of a sudden oh no, fuck like yeah. no he just took all that yeah. off so but, darcy
3: man i can't believe how much he was being in as well so yeah um this is a completely different kind of uh topic but i thought that this is obviously quite relevant and the people to think about is um, apparently, I haven't seen like the official stats, but the internationals, so TI6, had the highest like viewer rate out of any esports, right? Yeah. So it's, which is, which is fucking huge, right? Mm-hmm. The reason I think that is so huge, it happened during the Olympics. Yeah. That is out fucking rages, right? That here is the biggest sporting event in the world, the Olympics. Yeah. And yet, they managed to bring in a, the bigger audience than they've ever had and acted like it didn't even matter and man like obviously I play in those circles like I'm watching Dota I, I work in video games but everyone was talking about the internationals this year like even people yeah. that don't really watch that but that's what happens
1: every year right you don't hear about well I don't hear about League but whenever Dota's on you always hear about the Dota stuff. It's not because I follow people, but all the websites are talking about it. I think it's because of the prize money.
3: That's yeah, the prize, money. I going the prize money definitely. But man, like seriously though, to get like that kind of numbers and like I think it'll be something like if it's not 50 to 70 million, I don't know that's a big gap, but still, if it's not that, I'd be very, very surprised um, based on some of the chatter that I've kind of been picking up around about what they what they are expecting the audiences to be. Man, that is just huge, particularly for almost a two-week event. Like, man, I just think that that that, that's really impressive that they did that. And it shows kind of the longevity of this sport and the way things are kind of going to go. And like, you know, in Australia, I think that's something that's going to be – I mean, it's disappointing that all the commercial people who work in – Probably shouldn't talk too much about <laughs> this, but all the commercial people that work in esports Australia have no allegiance to Dota. They yeah. actually have all the allegiances to to Riot and League of Legends, yeah. and, um, and that
2: Riot has an established yeah. base here. That's the thing, right? I desperately want to get Dota on Red Bull a lot more, and I work pretty pretty hard to get its presence up. But there's just there aren't stories I can make about it yeah, because it's right? so
1: community driven.
2: Yeah, the It's
1: hard to do that. When Riot is here dictating, here's all our press releases, here are all our tournaments, come look, there's nothing in Australia. It's also
3: that Riot have basically uh, locally – I've got to watch out what I'm allowed to say – but Riot have (laughs) locally um, have given – the esports companies that produce tournaments here are a free reign well not a free reign but said we want you we want to help you guys produce esports in Australia we're not going to charge you over the roof to use our IPs we want to build a community here which by the way credit to Riot because that's fucking really positive like we're yeah, like yeah. a lot of countries think that we are backwater down here but people now see like Bry have seen how much money Australia spends on gaming Ooh. and so they try to foster that here and yeah. I think that's really positive I think and you see you see
2: teams like the Chiefs and um <laughs> fuck Legacy, Legacy and like they're actually working really hard to be good at League of Legends yeah. and I know for a fact that if they got the same support as they got from Riot from any sort of Dota organization. There would be an Australian team for Dota, yeah. and they probably do semi well. I mean, the Chiefs Chiefs have a rough time internationally, but that's just because they're isolated and they're yeah. going to scrim against them. In Dota, international teams scrim all the fucking time. Yeah.
3: And the thing with this as well is like. This is the problem I see with Dota not being supported here in Australia very much. It's not about Dota. Dota's not going to get affected, to be honest. They're fucking killing it. I think I'm strength to strength. But it's kind of like this. League of Legends, I know everyone's going to get upset at me, this, but League of Legends is like rugby union right? It's played globally and so like they've got a huge data, database and people love it over. But like, Dota's now becoming like football. It's the world, it's becoming the world esports. Like, it's the, the shining star and it's amazing and we're not getting into that as much. You know, we've got one, now what you say, two players yep. that are a part of that scene. Yeah, big. We players. don't really have any teams. You never hear of teams coming out of here. We don't even have tournaments that are supported down here. You've got no one backing it. Yet when you look at like Like, all the big sponsors globally, like, you know, Coca-Cola are now getting involved in esports, so like McDonald's and shit like that, right? These dudes are throwing big bucks and it's only going to get bigger, but they're going to throw it at Dota first. They're not going to throw it at League of Legends, you know, they're going to throw it at shit like that. And locally, like, you want to get brands like that supporting it to help fund a lot of the stuff that's going on here. And they're going to go, okay, like, you know, League of Legends and stuff, it's just not going to have the same impact. I don't know. So...
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, uh, I, I think I think it, it's awesome that League of Legends has the support it does in Australia, uh, and I, I guess the analogy is solid—the rugby union thing. I mean, because Australians are super passionate about the good League of Legends teams, mm. and I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah, because we should support our great esports players. Yeah,
3: man, it's almost made me want to kind of. Not change codes, but like get a lot more support in there because of how well it's done down here.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the on the flip side, if we could take that attitude and put it into Dota, it's not it's not like soccer's fucking centuries old, right? Yeah. It's not too late for Australia. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to take a couple of generations of fucking hard work. Yeah. If we're going to get there, that's not the case with Dota too. Yeah. We could. We could. Like fuck, there's now two international players, right? Yeah. One in OG, and where are the fuck KP is, right? That's that's a positive step. That's yeah. fucking forty percent of the team. Yeah, uh, yeah. We can well, almost so you, feel the fucking. Like, team. And like,
3: yeah, well, it's like even that. Okay, like you have a look at most teams, there are some teams that are full of like, MVP is, is five Koreans and you've got like, Chinese teams and stuff. But a lot of other teams are mixed and matched. Like, fuck. You European know, teams. You know, yeah, like yeah. even like, what is it, DC? Or they got good. like, Armenians and or whatever. Like, yeah. people yeah. from all over the world. And it doesn't mean that we have to have just a strictly Australian team because I don't know that would ever be competitive enough for that. Like, it's like, you want to bring in international coats for football to Australia. We want to have the players that we need some kind of outside influences. Mm. But, we don't have anything here. We've got no ground bases, no there's no lower leagues and stuff like that. Some people are trying <clears throat> to do an amateur, but it's just nothing there like. Mark, yeah. I wish they would even just have someone to like, you know, a talent management or something yeah. to go, let's create our own Cloud 9 down here in Australia and have a League of Legends, Counter-Strike, Dota teams, whatever it is, let's just pull all the best of it and create a brand like that here and then they can sub in their teams and stuff like that. Look, that's not always healthy for players, but it's something positive for Australian esports.
2: Yeah. Um, I,
3: um, like,
2: I, th- I think the the interesting thing about that is that it, it's sort of already happening. I mean, the Chiefs and Legacy both have multiple teams. The <coughs> Chiefs have Counter-Strike, Call of Duty... Uh, League, obviously. Maybe I'm just out of touch. Maybe Overwatch. Maybe Overwatch. I think the Overwatch team yeah. just disbanded. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, yeah, like uh, Legacy no has... No one this anyway. yeah, Legacy <laughs> <laughs> League of Legends. Uh, I think they have a smite team now. Uh, Everyone switched on when like Ryan said that nobody likes... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> no. Um... Yeah, so like, I mean, they're already they're already trying to build those stables up, but it is it's one of those situations where I think if we if we never get better infrastructure, we might never ever get there. We yeah. might never ever be able to compete. I mean, we're always going to be competing over one hundred and fifty ping. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is one of the things I talk about to the international teams every single time they go overseas. They come back, and the first half of every season. Like pandemonium against uh the rest of the Smite uh teams after they went to the world championships. It was it was disgusting. They went like they went undefeated in the first split. Yeah. And then the second split, they they lost in the finals. Hmm. They literally just lost in the finals because they drag the rest of Australia up. Yeah. By going overseas and playing, they yeah. drag everyone else up. Yeah. I think that's fucking awesome. I think yeah. it's fantastic it just needs to start to happen for Dota, and the, I guess the key problem is that I, I just really don't the key know problem him. is Valve, yeah, because they're so laid back
1: and they're like, we don't have a community, well, sorry, we don't have a community manager, yeah, we do, we're very behind the scenes. Like even when they fucking come out here, and we've talked to them before, uh, yeah, you know, we're going. Well, when's the last Eric time Johnson from Valve, our best friend? Yeah. When's the
2: last time they came out? Fucking yeah, well, that was, was
1: Portal. In. No, Left for Dead. Left for Dead, left for two, dead. Yeah. So 2, they came out. And yeah. We did stuff with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not very receptive. But otherwise, even in all this other stuff, like they've made Dota and Counter Strike. Counter Strike is getting fucking huge at the moment. But all the Dota stuff is driven by all these external third party. Yeah. Entities that come along and they, they put on the things that ESL does, the majority of. Them. Yeah. And without without a huge backing down here, which nobody's gonna put on. Like Count Wall Street's here, right?
2: The one thing I reckon what Australia needs <clears throat> to get a big Dota culture going is what got the League of Legends culture going, and that is uh, the Chiefs team was constructed out of a group of like players who were goofy on the pub. Yeah. Like on on US pubs, they were playing on US pubs, and like radio was fucking ranked number in the top ten, playing with a three hundred ping, and he just retired. But he was fucking spectacular. He was like terrifying. He got put on a team with Swiffer and fucking Swiffer. Sorry, Swiffer and Swiper, (laughs) and like the fucking rest of them, and they were all gross. At this fucking game, right? On 300 ping, and they were doing so much better. And it's something that you see time and time again. You talk to fucking uh, esports management elements, and they're talking about how Australians rise to a challenge every time they're stuck. Well, we're, on great sp- 300 we're great. We're great sportsmen. Yeah, yeah exactly. every
3: single country knows. Like, have a look at even the Olympics and stuff like that. Like, basketball. Everyone knows Australia <laughs> is a fantastic sportsman, and we're. Everyone goes, okay, you're underdog and stuff, but you can never count us out because we rise up and we, we do compete. And we're we're great for that, like, even though we're sometimes got shit fans um, and things <laughs> like that, like me included. Um, one of the other things I would say as well is that, um, and guess probably some insider knowledge is, eSports is rising so fast that the companies looking after it, like Valve, ESL, things like that. They have got their hands full so hard – Right, and the growth that's happening in every single other market with audiences that have, you know, ten times the size that we are, they are uh, got their hands full of that. They then try to invest the money in Australia. They need people here. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, I don't a- know who are we allowed to say, am I allowed to talk about this whatever like so I've put our hand up to try to help bridge that gap down here in Australia. Yeah, I know um, yeah, I know
1: people that have I've been asked personally, like, who do I talk to about this? And I, I've given names, but that's the thing, right, is that they're, they're never going to do it, I don't think. It's I would very say I reckon
3: wish. next year you're going to see uh, a increase in esports in general in Australia. Yeah. I think, look, one of the big things that uh, happens in Australia is we spend more money per internet user than pretty much – most countries yeah. on video games, so we spend a fuck ton, right? So, and that's where I think it's going to come down to people go the amount of investment that they would have to use in Australia for the reward. Like, if they can get some ambitious fucking American to go, why don't you just look up, I'm going to look after the Australian market, boss, and I'll you know make sure we do really well. I'll come down here and make a thousand percent profit or something like that. And that's the kind of shit we need yeah. for then someone over there what, almost to take it on board.
2: So. What I, what
3: needs to happen is. I'm not talking about, like, a, a
1: major, but Valve needs to throw, like, hey, ESL, here's $100,000. Yep. Go do Dota 2 in Australia. Yep. And here's all the teams that you can invite. And maybe, I don't think we'll have a local team, but at least that brings, like, the community together and that maybe starts people talking a little bit.
2: Yeah. Then... Like, if uh, I works- $100,000 yeah. for Smite, then Valve can...
3: I reckon they go like even halves. I reckon they even just say, um you can use our IP down there if you want to put on a Dota Two tournament. Yeah. Go ahead and you do it." And I reckon they'll be able to get fucking sponsors to put up the. That's whole thing. the problem. Like that's like where this, this comes from. Yeah. All the advertising then goes. Oh fuck, that's pretty big. Yeah. What can we do
1: for this in the future? The, yeah. Will we'll allow us yeah. to do something else. Just and that, 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 that just starts getting yeah. the ball rolling. Yeah. But at um, the moment it's completely non-existent because there's no presence here at all yeah
3: yeah it will be it will be interesting though i guess again then with that kind of money like think about this if they're running a like a tournament that's got almost 21 million dollars prize pool imagine the amount of money that they put into the production on that and so like if that's your standards you want to make sure that everyone is following your brand's ip really to the letter um I don't know I feel like we probably And then Shanghai happens, happens uh, Yeah exactly And Man, James, James, you on the is an ass. Imagine you heard That next year instead <laughs> the
2: Shanghai
3: It was in Sydney Oh my god yeah, That would be fucking It would It'd it never
1: happen It'd be in fucking Melbourne Because oh, <laughs> It be oh, so would Oh
3: They'd oh, be it. You know why they would do that Because <laughs> Melbourne Have somehow said That they're the sporting capital Of Australia Yeah Right yeah. And literally Someone would google Where should we have A sporting tournament sporting cover of Australia <laughs> and as fuck as we get it yeah Rod Lever yeah, yeah I wanna, and I know yeah. all the of people are hating on us right now <laughs> but I no. <laughs> I'd, oh look, I I'd, go, have no, I'd, I'd go I'd be down there for sure I'd go and stay a fucking two weeks look, I'd go to Tasmania if it was, was in, so. in
2: Sydney I have, I'd have to fucking Airbnb some joint in fucking homeboys because you know they'd put it out in I'm pretty there, sure they like, professional some I'm not doing this trip every fucking day mate
3: I would just love for them to, <laughs> so I, would, yeah, I would love for them to do something like this full smart ass and go, let's see how much these Aussies really want it let's put it out in the fucking outback <laughs> Alice Springs tournament <laughs> like that and just watch everyone just sweat you wouldn't be able to do it, all the computers would just fucking melt.
1: <laughs> but um, to, to add on to that, just like as a joke, uh, the pub stomp issue was handled completely poorly. Uh, last year, when Valve did the pub stomps and they announced it and all that sort of stuff, we had three cinemas filled at event yeah. of uh, people watching Dota 2 at 2 o'clock in the morning from midday. They got into that super late this year, they got a third party entity involved. Um, there was nothing in Sydney. Absolutely nothing. They'd
2: gone from selling out... It wasn't... Thre- what, was it three cinemas to nothing. It didn't have anything to do with the fact that League of Legends held its OCE finals the same weekend. Because I thought no, that no. was bullshit, by the way. I thought it was bullshit of Brian to hold the OCE finals the same weekend as the Dota fucking finals. Because that...
3: That's right. That is was fucking retarded. Awful.
2: Yeah. It's an awful thing to do to yeah. the OPL players because... They have to know that there's crossover. Yeah. And if you've got the option to watch the fucking World Cup yeah. or watch... Your local... Yeah, the yeah. fucking A-League finals, you're yeah. going to watch the World yeah. Cup. And it's it's not a fucking disrespect thing towards the A-League players. It's just literally how it goes. You're going to watch lit- the best competition you can, right? You know, one of the
3: reasons I don't reckon it would be in, uh, in Sydney and... Um, I don't. Can, am I allowed to say a statement that I don't have to have like a mad long conversation about? Go on. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, no one goes to fucking sporting events in Sydney except for the Swans games or like cricket and, and shit like that because Sydney just doesn't like New South Wales. We don't fucking go to go to matches like and so like if I was actually if I was holding it somewhere, no, nah, uh, i got gonna uh, and so. Oh, I reckon that would be something else anyway but there you go I don't want to have that argument of um, NRL and AFL I don't think I don't
2: think it's an argument you have to have I agree I, like I went to more fucking sporting events when I was in Brisbane <laughs> are you from Brisbane? I am can you get out? fuck off <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you upset because... No, nah, I don't mind people. State state origin, I, mean, I, mean, origin. I mean, I'm very I'm very nationalistic. I love I love people from all over Australia. and That's a
2: problem. I probably wouldn't describe myself as nationalistic, though. That's probably that not the would, right word. I would yeah. imagine you... I would, uh, what, call Hanson? No, yeah, <laughs> something like that. That's what I'm like. That's the problem. You can't say anything in these fucking days. So. I would call myself more jinglish.
3: saying you, you no, just no. want an all-Australian no. identity. At least I'm willing to have other countries kind of- <laughs> Yeah, New Zealand,
2: <laughs> maybe. Yeah, exactly. uh, no, no, no. Fuck off, <laughs> little Australia. Uh, yeah, they can be in. Know, okay, the eighth state. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Uh, what else can we talk about? Uh, Casey was back this year. Brought on
2: Slacks. <laughs> What'd you think of that, Joe? You seem to like him. Um, did I? I don't remember. Yeah, Who was Slack? Funny guy. The funny guy. Like literally a blank slate <laughs> to me. Explain more Who are Casey in Slacks
1: Casey is the uh, The journalist Reporter From Seattle They bring
2: in Right The lady She, she was doing the, the um, Professional
1: All the player Yes The side she was,
2: Yes The side bullshit Yeah I uh, wasn't a fan of most of the side bullshit. She did good interviews with the players, but side bullshit was terrible. Slax was doing fucking goofy bullshit, right? Oh, my God. He was just... What the fuck? He was the filler shit, right? This was the filler shit that I was saying that I hated. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, would you rather marry Boff Kill or some shit, right? Like, fuck off with this shit, okay? This is supposed to be the premier Dota event. Mm. I do not want to know... Which heroes the players on team MVP would fuck <laughs> buy a <your> translator, okay? <laughs> that is not that's where, not fucking entertaining, it's not even decent fucking Yeah where
1: the where the question is asked, the translator translates and the player is like, I'm being
2: fucking trolled by the translator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, actually I did that once. I had that happen once, but I had the and the translator. With Kojima no, I wish. I wish I talked to Chi-Man. I was with the Capcom guys when they were making Resident Evil Six. Yeah, and I was asking them who uh, who sperm jacked Wesker, and uh, and the translator asked the question or looked at me and then asked the question, and then I had to, she she's turned to me she's like, sorry, can you say the question again? And I said who wanked Wesker off <laughs> with the <laughs> <laughs> And as soon as I, I started doing this, the the developers were losing their shit and they're like, ah, oh, they fucking... They translated correctly. It was pretty good. They <laughs> 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 worked it out. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're talking about translating for teams. Ah uh, nice. No, uh, and yeah, our jokes don't really scan. No, well, I would say in my
3: limited experience of that, it's best not.
2: i go for it anyway. Yeah. I want. I want a translator to translate I have to translate these jokes. I don't want them to try and do it with the timing. I have no idea if they're doing it or not. Right? Like, <laughs> hmm, I've got no way to measure because I don't understand the language. If I did, I wouldn't need a translator. But yeah, I want to see if they can like fucking at least try. She didn't even do the fucking handsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I. Tight. I think. That for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: um. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Yeah, uh, so so that stuff in between with like the the player interviews, I always enjoy. That sort of stuff, or the um so Casey and, and Bing, Bing Hole, Yeah. they were the bullshit in between. They were yeah, yeah. Didn't like. Or the uh like, here, let's go see what they're doing in their hometown, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
3: that, that's well, that's how did you cool. find about do you like, like that shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, I enjoy. Do you like the backstory stuff? Yeah, it's cool. So, do, I, I oh, especially I like when you see like, stuff. I actually do like. Oh, I think that's. Stuff. I think that was really
1: well done. Yeah, too, especially when nice. you see like, oh, here's this person's parents being like, "Whoa, fuck." Sometimes, like majority of them are like, "Well, he wanted to do what He wanted to do so. Yeah.
3: We let we let him. Like it's his life." And I was watching his... a few of them. Where it was like, "We tried to tell him to give it up." We, I, there was that one. I can't remember who it was. To be honest, it was uh, uh, I think it was Philippines, and they said he was what he was trying to to play. And he goes, "Yeah, it was that no, was it was TNC. It was before their game against OG." And they were saying like, you know, he wanted to play this game, and then we were trying to convince him to do anything else and like I, at one point I took away his computer and all this kind of shit and you're like here he is playing on the world stage and yeah. I just beat arguably number, world number one you know and they're just like saying things like that and you're like man it must have been like pretty hard to like try to do that like it's such a like there's no respect for this game for a lot of the professionals and then now they're making millions of dollars you know
2: so I, I think I think we are a small period of time away from, like, players or at least player management systems constructing these stories to be extremely entertaining. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like, I don't know if we're going to go, like, full Barney Stinson hiring new (laughs) parents and shit, but, like, yeah, I think we're pretty close to, yeah, suddenly some dude, like, they, they go... So like a a movie about a movie, about, and uh, a movie and about
3: Dendi. <laughs> well, there is obviously that movie already free to play, but like you know, like a proper Hollywood yeah. movie. He
2: went away on Rumspringer Springer, and uh, we didn't think he would be. Uh, yeah, we thought he'd come back to the farm to be a good Amish. Ar- it'll be. Armaged, it'll but but the, it he was the, wanted to stay on Dota forever, and you're like, it's he was the, a fucking Amish. What the fuck is <laughs> it? Yeah. It's Eddie the Eagle, and about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Dota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. we are uh, very close to seeing this sort of shit start happen It's yeah. like, I mean, you see it in the fucking UFC, right? Like, yeah. fucking WWE bullshit. Yeah. At the moment, you don't need to do it because nobody, there, there doesn't seem to be a PR person handling a single fucking Dota team. <laughs> well. <laughs> there mustn't be. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> If they, if they are, their lives must be hell. That's thing.
3: I sometimes think that we get maybe like, we just miss all the press releases that go out around all these teams because no, there's no one seems to be managing these people at all. Like, there's no...
2: There, no there's no do not press releases anymore. They, they release it via Discord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? They have management, but it's all released on Valve's official... Team thing. It's all released on Twitter. Longer, yeah, on Twitter. That's where it's all done.
2: Full of fucking expletives and yeah, like oh, and this person, I'm not playing on their team anymore because fuck them forever. Like, why are you writing this? Well, I get that you made a couple million bucks, but you can make more if you weren't such a fuckhead. But like, look what happened last
1: year with EG winning, and then you, not universe, um. Who got kicked? Uh, Ali, Ali got kicked. And he was just like, "We just won the biggest tournament of the year or ever, and one of your players just got kicked Yeah. without him."
0: Yeah,
2: he, went, he didn't want to leave. Yeah.
0: No.
2: that's the other thing I think we're very close to is some sort of contract system because so I think it's coming to League of Legends. I think it's coming to League of Legends some side of inside of six months. A player or team based contract system. Well, they have... Like they franchise have, management.
3: Yeah, well, they, tried they have to have contracts do that. at the what, moment. What was that one that they tried to build that, like, a, an association? It's like the FIFA board. Right. And it disbanded. Like, they yeah, did yourself, and it, and and then it, no, Was it ESL? I think was it was because it was like, you have to obey to these rules, but you're going to play in our tournaments. And I was like, yeah, and then it was 24 hours in and two teams pulled out <laughs> and lost, like, 50 grand, but they didn't give a flying. They didn't care. That was just like... Yeah, I, I think... Uh, it's going to happen, though. Well, it's the only way to protect players. Well, this is the thing where, like they said, OG was interesting was because OG started as a player run team, so yeah. players got to make the call. Where it wasn't just the management telling them what to do. Because look, you know, you can imagine if I was like a talent management team or whatever the hell they called, like he, you know, yeah. they decided to go fuck these idiots are playing this video game and making millions of dollars and they have dick all business or any kind of knowledge or experience, I should kind of get in on this and dictate what we can do Mm. and get involved. Now, as much as that sounds awful, sometimes it's also for the best because these people need to, like these players need to understand that this is a business, you know. Valve and, and everyone else are making so much money and yeah these guys are making good prize money but they're trading in on these guys' abilities and these guys' names, like They should be making certain cuts from other things as well. And they've got
2: no one helping them out like that. Valve is actually pretty, really good. Actually, not pretty good. Really good on that front uh, compared to Ali's. Oh, yeah.
3: Like, I'm not trying to say – look – this is the thing. When I talk about this, yeah. I, if I was in Valve's position, I think they're handling things brilliantly. Yeah. I think that not a, they're making a ton of money, but this is where I liked about you know when Shanghai was a <coughs> piece of shit, yeah. and Valve made the CEO of that company come out and do a press release and say and, and lose face in front of this whole country. That fucking never happens. In On no one does that shit. <laughs> yeah. And he kinda had to go out and do a press release because that's Valve go. It has a responsibility to its players. And I think the way they handle that kind of stuff is brilliant. The things that I would say, like, you know, I have no... Uh, I'm not upset with them for trying to make money and things like that. I just think esports the players is going, should be out for theirs. Well, the players, well, they need people to, to help them out. And I yep. know that sounds like people go, no, they can look after it themselves, but no, they can't. They're yep. in a world now, like, there's no other sport where people are making this kind of money where they don't have insane representation and maybe these guys do have representation but from the outside looking in it doesn't look like it yeah you yeah. know like and exactly that you're saying like their pr like you would never have like a golfer who just won like the masters or something like that okay that's probably a shit example because they're not, <laughs> they're not insane but like some of that then go to twitter and complain they're, about gre- gre- yeah. like, and, like
2: a, everyone that fucking a does basketball team just fucking disbanding overnight yeah, like- Cause,
1: so like with EG uh, PPD who's the captain they obviously won last year yeah. and they come like fourth this year uh, was like on Twitter being like I've just come back from holidays and apparently I've lost three team members yeah. like here's your captain being like whoa I didn't even know this happened Yeah, yeah. like losing Fierce and Male and zai just yeah.
0: Boom
3: and like, look. There's obviously things about trading and stuff like that's where sometimes I think this can help the sport. It's like yeah. almost like you know, was it today or whatever the time difference is? They've just had the trade window finishing the EPL, um, yeah, and that's awesome. Like it's that's now that is a day and of they're tweaking things it. like that. Yeah, know, that's good. good. I think Let's they're going to get there. I mean, you can't expect these guys to. To get everything right
2: the first time, but it's a lot like it. the, the EPL, the trade window closing, and all that kind of stuff, uh, trade deadline in basketball, shit like that. That is it. Not, it's also interesting because it controls the fucking headlines, yeah. As well, it's not just about giving players stability, although it does do that. It also controls the headlines and allows all the teams to get in front of the fucking story. <coughs> to actually dictate the terms. And, yeah, fucking coming back from holiday and finding out you haven't got a team anymore, that is fucking a hilariously amateur hour. And it keeps keeps players in check,
3: too. Like, you go, well, I'm not going to fucking go out and mouth shit because Mm. the deadline hasn't been over and my contract, the ink hasn't dried. You know, you got to, like, if you want to get on a team
2: and you want to have it before that deadline, like, then that's what you've got to do. I mean, And if you want your contract mm. to be worth shit at the next team, then you can't be seen looking yeah. like a toxic piece of shit yeah. at your current team. Yeah. and but also, that's not a problem at the moment. Well, it got better
1: because two years back, before these rules were in place, you were having, and, and I've talked to this about like, <laughs> League of Legends plays as well, where the turnover is just Benign. so yeah, quick. Yeah. Like, every couple of weeks, you've, you've played a tournament, didn't do well, let's fuck him, fuck him off. Whereas yeah. now it's like... So, like, playing with, the secret. With, yeah, with da- with, <laughs> with with uh, With the donor system, it's When's like, that here's that our kind of well. I do uh, like two two tournaments ago yeah two, um, two,
3: two, before two, they started two internationals <laughs> ago before they cut their own legs off
1: yeah so now it's like here's the cutoff you have to stick with this team for four months yeah, yeah. that's awesome I think yeah, that's, I that's a want to really good step in the right direction I'd like to yeah. see it get to a point where it's maybe a bit longer
2: yeah maybe yeah. six months six months I think is ideal
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah.
2: they do four months because obviously the majors right They're yeah the majors well. the major but system. they've changed that system now so maybe yeah. that so maybe it's time for them to fix that up which is cool yeah,
3: yeah. It'd be interesting. I mean, like, there has got to be certain things, though. Like, this game seems a lot more... uh, I don't want to say toxic. It's more, like, fickle, I guess, than a lot of other sports. So, like, people aren't looking at a season and things like that. I'm sure these teams have... Like upsets as well, but it's a close knit team. It's five people. Yeah. You know, if you do have one bad egg, you don't want to have to be stuck with them for fucking ages. Yeah. Um, and then you should they should be able to have some kind of clause where they can pull something. Yeah. yeah, maybe just say you have a reserve team or something like that. You got yeah. say yeah. you got to pick from that. Well, you, yeah, they've, they've all got subs, don't they? So yeah, they
1: have subs, but also you're talking about. 16 year olds to t- very early, like 20 year olds, whereas in other major sports, generally they're a bit more mature. They start off at maybe 18 to early 20s. And you're
3: dealing in, with a younger audience. Yes, yeah, and they've been with, in the camp for like since they were 12, yeah. learning the ways of how
2: to media yeah, training. Like you're, you're also talking about like you've got 80 of the best players playing in the international, yeah. mm. those are generally the top 80 players in the world. Yeah. You don't want to sub in 87th into your fucking top team just so that you can get rid of one toxic piece of shit. And and also, obviously, a lot of complexities. If your visa
3: doesn't get approved for the States.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't like for the 15th time.
2: But also, like, with
1: going back to Riot, every single interview I've done with them has been amazing because all of their players are media trained. They know what they should be talking about. They know who should be doing interviews um it's all like good shit whereas none
2: of that except so for uh legacy that time they told me they were on drugs yeah, <laughs> yeah no that was fun <laughs> yeah. um that was spectacular <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, everyone was on that it's was. yeah, <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> um, but but like t- looking at other teams like not having player management or not knowing how they should be controlling everybody it's like well, you know, where is this all heading? Um, The thing is,
3: this is such easy fix stuff that we really have a dramatic improvement to the game. Like, there is that much... Like, these guys are making insane amounts of money, right? Mm. Um, If they are really serious about this, they need to look at these kind of things. And it's not just the players, but it's like Val saying, like, if you guys are going to be part of this, we like, for them, it makes a commercial... They've got a commercial responsibility because for them... They're trying to turn this into such a high-level broadcast, which they've done a very good job of and saying, okay, well, cool. If you want to be part of this, you want to get interviews, which, by the way, their sponsors will be absolutely telling them that they must Bang do that, yep. you know, then you have to have some kind of media training. You have to do this. Like, man, have a look at, like, even to the Manila Majors, this one I didn't think uh, was as bad because they kind of picked the right people. But so, yeah, at, you gotta have the right people to talk to you. But look at Manila, man. They were so, that was just the worst in terms of all the interviews. Like, and they would get them and they'd do them like live and they'd be sitting there like, okay, cool. And then obviously the like, working with translators, that's always going to be hard. Mm. But some people would like, they'd interview a few people and then they'd look at their translators like, I don't want to like answer this. And they'd just be shaking their head and they'd say like one word back. To a two minute question. Yeah. And you're like, this is just the worst. And the translator then goes,
2: we play well. And he's like, man, this is. It's, just because, it's because, like, that is, that's just fucking bad interviewing, though. Because, like, that's just a case of if you're asking questions through a translator, if it is longer than 10 seconds, uh, yeah. most of it isn't getting
3: asked. <laughs> yeah. Look, there's that as well. And that's like, I would say that, you know, I reckon the panel and the commentators on yep. Dota are fantastic. Like you said, Purge, he's fantastic as well. The interviewers are shit house. Yep. Um, I, I man, agree. Though. There is so
2: much talent. Actually, I agree. Go to a point, but we'll, we'll get into it in a second. Well,
3: so like, there's so much talent coming through the people who want to be TV presenters and interviewers, there is no shortage of that. That's like they're saying there's shortage of actors. There's no fucking way that yep. there are. Mm. There is that much high quality talent and. They pick some of these people who just... Yeah. Aren't great. Which you is know, where Casey, like,
1: like, kind of elevates
3: it. Yeah. Because she's
1: come from a journalism background. She kind of knows how to direct where things are going. Yeah. Whereas if when you have some random person who is just asking questions... Yeah, I want to well, you know. yeah. Me... Huh? No, like, like a random person like me. Oh, the guy, like, the other guy. No, but slacks. like, you're
3: slacks, that's
2: it. Yeah, and when you mean, got slacks, but
1: fine. you
3: can't, but you can't just have people like, look, you can have one, or maybe one or two, probably just one person who has come from like, just as a passion point, right? Yeah. So they've made a name for themselves because they're super passionate about Dota and they've gotten through that. Then the rest of the people have to be professional interviewers or professional media people that they've brought in to ask about Dota and they learn about it like, Look, you got Matt Shervington on doing rugby league, you know? And I guess, yeah, he was a runner, but he has been trained to be a proper media professional. Mm. And he's come through and they put him in league because they think he's likable. And that's what they've got to do there. And that'll improve the sport for everybody. Yeah, Yeah, like, and that's what they've got to look at at the moment. They've got to bring in more. I 100%
2: agree. And I think they need to drag it to the commentary. And it's something I bring up fucking every year. But it's. If they got purged doing commentary all the time. It would 100%, it would a thousand percent improve.
3: Do you mean like game commentary? Or
2: game commentary. You know how oh, really? the last couple
1: of years he did the newbie stream? Yeah. yeah, That sort of stuff. It I'm not saying he has to do the off. newbie stream,
2: and I've never said that he has it to do the newbie off. stream. They I killed same. it this year because yes, I know else they did. It. It. Yeah. No, it's because people don't want to watch the newbie stream. They want to watch the fucking regular stream yeah. with elements woven into it that make sense yeah. without fucking switching between Ags and hey, hey look. And Scepter, you just We just want Ray Warren, or, like the one, one commentator. I no, no, to- I don't want just one. I want like, my, my recurring fucking example is the UFC, right? You've got Joe Rogan, yeah. Black Belt and Taekwondo, Literally a champion of Taekwondo, yeah. mixed martial arts, uh, brown belt jiu jitsu, like yeah. fucking nosy and shit. And also a comedian. And, and a comedian. <laughs> yeah, helps Very out. fucking funny. And he's Very good at, done, at yeah. talking. Spectacular. Yeah. And you've got Mike Goldberg, who doesn't know fucking squat. Yeah. And he's there to say the promotional shit, right? You need the guy who knows everything and is able to say it awesomely. And you need Mike Goldberg. You need your Mike Goldberg, someone who's willing to look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Right? To sell the concept of Dota to the regular person. Sell the concept of fucking punching people in the face in a fucking octagon to regular people. Yeah. Because he'll be like, what's he doing now, Joe? Like, why is he lying on top of me for the next five minutes? And you're like... And Joe's like, well, you know what he's trying to do now is yeah. get to, a, you know, a re-enact check or whatever. Yeah. And then Joe will explain why that
0: isn't I actually a rape right I think term.
3: that's actually perfect. Having, a like, a, a layman in there is going to be brilliant, who is obviously a media professional who knows mm. what, like, what the fuck the viewer is, is thinking. If you're, like, if this thing is like, they put this on ESPN now, right? I can only imagine if you were flicking through your channels and you caught... That holds total the total internationals on ESPN, you'd be like, you wouldn't be able to sit there uh, and you wouldn't be able to sit there and go, oh, yeah, this kind of looks like a sport. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on, right? It's like screaming and all this kind of shit. But because, I mean, it, it would be super hard being a commentator and I think they've got a lot of that kind of stuff. Like, there's so much going on. It's not like a normal sport. But then... Some of that explanation as well. I mean, look, there is certain explanations when they talk about it, but it's very in depth. I would say, look, I know he's Australian, and people think that I only go for Australians
2: or whatever. But Toby Wine, we may is, not have good esports teams, but we've got two of the best commentators. I, I would put Gods and poacher together, to be honest. Man, I, gods I, an ex-player. I, I, it's the reason. But Gods, Gods asks questions. Gods asks, well, maybe it's so yeah, good. but maybe he, I'm confusing He's he
1: a coloured commentator. He, he's more like, is he? I'm not sure, but he's like more of a like, this is why they're doing this. Whereas yeah. Yeah, Toby Wan is, is confusing. Toby Wan is, Toby is yeah,
2: Toby 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 I, I think, yeah, he asked the right questions. But he's so also, he's, full
3: for Valve, I can 100% see, because like he works for, is it Join Dota? Yeah, right? it's his company. Yeah, yeah he, he has that right. Now, the thing is, and they kind of subcontract him in, but he is the perfect soundbite. Like, when you hear, if you watch the $6 million Echo Slam and it's, yeah. it's a disaster, that is synonymous with Dota now. Like, but it's him. And I can hear that Australian. That, yeah, out, and you right, can just, but, and that thing, but it translates well. It's really brilliant. And, like, I've showed that clip to so many of my friends who don't watch or understand Dota. And that is something that they really go resonate with because it's excitement, it's raw emotion, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But it's, that's what sports about. Where some of the other stuff, man, like, there's a few of these, like, to be fair, like some of the English commentators, I can't remember his name, but he is just, he's, sh- he's shit for anyone else watching. Like, you know, I try to be. He's probably up. very smart, but. It's, yeah, he knows, he knows. Oh, I will say he's an encyclopedia of fucking Dota knowledge. He knows cooldowns of everything that's going on. It's unbelievable, yeah. but. Like he's he's a shit commentator to listen to. He's you a know? fun fact. He should yeah. write he should write the specs. Like the sorry, he should write the report afterwards about
2: when all these things happen or something like that. Yeah, that's it. Right, that's all I'm saying. That's all I've ever been saying is that some of these elements need to transition into a pr- production role where they direct, they tell people what to say, and the fucking people who are able to think up shit on the fly, which, as far as I can tell, is fucking purge. Because I did watch the noob stream for a while, and he was spectacular at it. And yes, whichever fucking Aussie it is that I keep thinking of, it's definitely it must be, to be Toby. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's the yeah, because it's mainly on the analyst desk, yeah. right? He did a couple of casting, then yeah, it must be Toby one. <clears throat> um, those two together, and that's it. Yeah. Like. Maybe maybe a third... Uh, sometimes a third works. I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes They have a climate. few. I would say that I think that they... They've got enough... They've got enough different accents. They've got enough different nationalities that I think yeah. you can specifically define the different people. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Otherwise, like, yeah. That way, during the games, you've still got that balance. Like, and Toby Watt knows enough that he can he can say stupid bullshit like fucking eggs, yeah. And Purge can immediately say know Scepter um, does this, this this, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing right yeah. that's that's all I want that's all I've ever wanted <laughs> Luke it's mm. all I've ever pitched uh, but yeah I think once that happens it's it's over like mm. whoever does it first alright out of League of Legends and uh, Dota uh, specifically I'm not saying like whoever does it first but one of those two is going to do that first mm-hmm. and they're going to fucking win the same way that pride one when they got Bazrudden on and the same way that UFC one when they got fucking Joe Rogan
3: on well the thing I think about as well is that um it'd be interesting to see I think it comes down to Valve's closed doors yeah so like you know they're super hard to get in touch with uh, they I've also, got Eric's email if you want <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> um oh, i send sent enough that goes to trash um <laughs> There's, but they're also then you know like if you read a lot of the feedback from um, the international as well, there's a lot of people talking about how they don't they were loving it that there were no ads, there wasn't so much too much commercialization things like that. Which you know they all don't need it because they made that much money from this. You know they put twenty five percent to the price wall, so they made you know over eighty million dollars. Uh, so another sixty for themselves. Like yeah. Yeah. they're doing pretty well out of that one tournament. However, so they've hired good production companies, but they're not. They're probably not talking to people who are commercially savvy. Like they're probably not going and getting producers from you know ESPN. And they're yeah, definitely hiring like, a production
1: team. Like I don't know who's behind those because you watch the behind the scenes and you're just like, oh, not, and I shit. There's TVs that, all over the I mean, place.
3: I reckon they're t- they're not hiring <clears> people who are very commercial. And those yeah. are the kind of people who put in place better commentators to go. Let's broaden your audience. You know you you should be looking at these people and these numbers. And they're like. Nah, no, we're catering to the people who Yeah, someone at our is like,
2: oh, what? Yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Like, these people have fucking worked the whole time. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. One, one time,
2: they're going to let ESPN in, and ESPN is going to be like, get those two together. Yeah. Make them do everything, <laughs> yeah. like I don't one like cut all
3: your costs because they get that many fucking <laughs> Dota commentators. I can't believe they have probably spend all their money on them. Like I mean,
2: so they pretty. need they need a lot. They need, they need a lot because yeah. the group stages is like four streams. There's, there's, there's so many. Like like they they definitely need a lot. They could get away with fucking WWE salaries, I reckon, because WWE has, has been honest, fucking. Commentary salaries, and a lot of that is driven by fucking commentators anyway. So they're yeah. pretty important, right? But well,
3: that's the thing. Like, if you just said here, we're going to make our top team of five. Yeah. You are the five, right? Yeah. And then we're going to go through. Well, you have to say the five panel, and then say there's like three other commentators. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to put you all on amazing salaries. You only have to work four times a year, yeah. like for two weeks, see you yeah. later, you know? Two weeks, <laughs> but they're hell weeks. What, <laughs> uh, what, what happens if you start changing formats up
1: and all of a sudden it's like, all right, we don't have uh, 13 commentators doing 2 2 2, but put things in threes? Yeah. or Like, I've not seen that. I, I, like, I've seen it done. Um, Beyond the Summit is very uh, casual, it's like a garage band uh, tournament. You have. And and I think they do amazing things over there. They'll have like, here here are two professional casters and we've got two professional players that have been knocked out from the tournament that are sitting here talking. That stuff is super interesting because you're talking to not only two people that are very good casters, but two people that are in the current meta that are fucking in
2: top form that can tell you why this is happening. I mean, that that can definitely backfire sometimes. I had the world Tanks World <laughs> Championships. Mm. I had this one dude on who was to the fucking worst. Like the he, was, uh, <laughs> he was like knocked out in the fucking wild card, and he was so horrendous. Why was he like, bad? He was. He would answer every. He like they'd be like, "So why do you think they went with this team composition?" And he'd be like, mm, "It's pretty dumb." <laughs> yeah, see, that's not. Yeah, but that's him not being vetted. And then he then he paused for like fucking. <laughs> Infinity, and they were like, I don't know. I guess they did it. I mean, they I'm beat like, me, so I guess they did it. And you're like, Holy <laughs> fuck! Is this dude going to kill himself on the stream? Or what? what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Whereas in like in the Dota community, that there are people that you know that can grab that role and then run with it. People like Black, who who, who is he was on this year, he was amazing. Uh, no Tail, he'll jump in sometimes. Um, yeah, just like just like in-season professionals that know the current meta and why things are happening to bring them onto it,
0: yeah. it, it is
1: awesome. It's like when you watch the the NBA finals, and yeah. here is Dwayne fucking White. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Dwayne Wade, the number two team in the East, is now on the commentary desk with us yeah. talking about basketball. Yeah, like that type of stuff is really cool maybe it's worth having them inside the actual commentary desk. or or But usually, to make it work, right,
2: you have to have direction behind the scenes. You have to have direction in the production booth. I don't think Dota 2 has that yet. Mm -hmm. Because if they did... Everything I've said would have happened. Well, it'll be like, it'll be like this. Is it's like you said, like someone's going
3: to do it. Yep. I reckon it'll be right because for the fact mm. of money. And the reason that'll be is they'll open their doors to yeah. advertisers, right? And I know a lot of people hate advertisers, but advertisers, particularly in Australia, man, look, obviously my background. So, obviously take that you're your grand, nice, but, yes. that. but like this have a look at Australian uh, gaming and advertisers are the reason they enable gaming in Australia, you know, and without them here funding certain things, like we'll never get a fucking million dollar prize pool like without an advertiser or several advertisers throwing a shit ton of money into it. When they do that, they expect a certain kind of production quality uh, and that kind of thing. And you have to have someone who can appease them. But that's not bad for the game. Like, I know no. everyone goes to me, fuck you, that's bullshit. But, like,
2: it stops there being a clusterfuck,
3: you know. And I was- It's
2: bananas to think that 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 anything that gets players more money would be bad for the game. So, yeah, I, I think it's just myopic of people to d- discard advertising uh, out of hand. Because at the end of the day, most in most cases, in almost all cases, uh... Advertising is what fucking pays. Yeah. Pays and, for all of And I
3: shit. mean, like, unless people might get high-mighty and stuff <laughs> unless it, it you is valves But, like, why couldn't... why couldn't, sorry, Let's cut you pace. off.
1: Yes, why no. couldn't they be like, hey, we're doing... Um, which they don't do at the moment. Here is the Australian tournament if you want to buy in. Which they do it, but... Because um, they, they do their, uh, their like, uh, store items where you can go in and buy tickets and you get... You know, maybe certain items. And that seems to have died down a little bit. But if they were like, hey, here's the Australian tournament. Buy into it and you'll get a ticket to go to it locally. See all this bullshit. Like, they need to drive that
2: sort of stuff a bit more, have it Cause they? They're That's an of, option. That is definitely a really good path they could take to drive smaller communities that they're not currently focused on. Because it's all online at the moment. It's yeah. like, hey, you can go yeah. buy...
1: A pass to this thing, which will let you watch the game in the client, but none of that shit works because you've got Twitch these days. I right, first of all, where's your it And um, oh, through there, or through around the other way? <laughs> and uh, not a lot of people watch it in the client. The only benefits of getting it in the client is that you get items, yeah, and that's how they're selling these
3: passes. Well, yeah, that's something that I've, I've looked at. Actually, it's funny you mentioned about that as well. as like, I would. Did you watch any of the tournament in the client? I didn't watch any of it because I like seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff and well, all that sort of Yeah, thing. I didn't watch any either. Now, so this is probably, I'm not sure if they changed it, but when I'm watching the client, you have a lot of ways you can interact yeah. with it. So you can you can yeah. click on Heroes and things like that, which I think in one way is great, yeah. but that takes it from being that spectator sport to I'm watching a game that's localized right because it's not directed anymore because they're talking about something yeah and And they're showing all this other stuff and like that so you've got to watch their streams now um and that's one big element for it I mean one of the other things I was going to say before is that you know there's something where they go oh okay we don't want to commercialize this sport or we don't want to have advertising or you know there's a little bit of uh, not a high era of like being on your high horse a little bit, but like, um, they're doing things like fantasy league drafts and all that kind of stuff, which like, is fun. I did yeah, all and that, fantasy and that. Yeah, that's fun and stuff like that. But I mean, like, like this is leading people down that path. That's like, yeah. if you if you're, if you're doing a fantasy league, fuck man. So many people. Did you get? Did you bet on any of this?
1: No, I didn't bet on anything. But didn't, I...
3: did you not bet with any? Oh, fuck off! Not I real bet money. See. I was getting yeah, emails was, from
1: Sportsbet being like, "Hey, this this thing is on. You
3: should bet on this." Yeah. Like, Holy fuck! Look at these odds. These people are crazy. Yeah, man. And that's the thing. Like we, oh, I don't know, I can't mention it, whatever. So we were working with Bet Three Six Five and stuff like that, and Sportsbet as well. Yeah, probably the um, same emails. And stuff. we've been working with those guys and stuff. like this. I mean, like they make this is before they did any advertising, like making like half a million dollars. Yeah, you know. And this is something, particularly in Australia, something that's going to be happening anyway. They're kind of promoting it with some of the behavior things they're doing. I think Mm -hmm. fantasy leagues. Fantasy
2: leagues 100%.
3: Yeah, and it's it's pushing all that kind of angle, and I mean, look, I'm not saying it's bad, but I think if they're going to go down that avenue, then you can look at other commercialized things, which are going to only enhance your broadcasting. So,
2: yeah,
3: I feel like we've just been ragging on Dota
2: for like <laughs> that's
3: fucking true. half that's an hour, which is totally. I mean, just man, they're doing amazing. They're doing so well. And we're just I think obviously we're just we're just the most smartest people in the about, world. Like, yeah, I, I am smartest. smart, and uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: you listen to me, Mr. Marketing, when yeah. you call up marketing. Man, right exactly. head is like, oh, Yeah, that's me. Hey, can, yeah. I, can I? Can I? Can we talk about the OG changes? I don't know uh, all
3: of them, but I heard a bit about it. So them. I've
2: got them up. So what OG.
3: Wow, um, oh, I don't have my connected device. You should see it. It's like laptops and fucking smartphones everywhere, people. <laughs> <laughs> so what phone is this? The Nexus 6P. Is it? All up. Yeah, it's nice. It's way too big. <laughs> yeah, my one's just a little bit smaller than that. But it's not, it? it's not the size that counts. <laughs> uh, but these are changes. Here we go. Active. Rush. So, yeah. OG is now Notel. Anna shit. is four. Who holy is fuck. An, there is an Aussie in there. It's your axe and... Position life. two to three. You I mm. Love it. Yeah. A lot of big changes. And pretty
1: much all of China. And like, and like this is the change in China, right? Holy
3: shit. It's not like all of a sudden <laughs> fuck just gone. everybody you're in China, you're out. Yeah. Um so really only Fly and No Tail stayed on. Oh Excalibur as a sub. He's still a fucking sub. Poor Steve. Yeah. See um, still gets funny, right? Hmm? Yeah.
2: Still yeah, gets money, yeah.
3: So, so you got Jerax, S four and Anna. I'm glad you're Australian? Yeah, I know. That's 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 good. Um Drax is from Michael. Oh, my team and then wow so Liquid first Liquid, of yeah. all Miracle yeah I
2: don't yeah. know where
3: he's I think Holy he's going to go shit. to Liquid who
2: either that or yeah, start his own team he's a pretty, he's, he's a pretty good pretty if he went to Liquid that would that would look like the worst trade of all time not offensive, Drax but that would look like the fucking worst trade of all time yeah, I'm not sure where he ends up, but I, my feeling is either Liquid or... That'd be fucking his own team's... Trading away James Harden.
3: Well, oh, shit. I don't know. I would say, like, he seems like he's got friends there. If he started his own team, man, like, he is a main, the best. Well, He's, he's the, best, the best player in the world. He's yeah. the best player in the world. So he can literally pull together whatever he wants. I mean, he's also... The thing is, he's also, like, a pub player, right? Man, maybe there's, like... A bunch of people that he's been grooming. Like you'd think that him and maybe Crit might stay together. So he might decide to go. Me and Crit are going to form our own fucking team, and we're going to build. Like, yeah, like, that uh, could happen. Or maybe Moon. I don't know, but I think it'd be boring. Moon's gone. Moon's in. Yeah, he's he's done a. He's in. Group. No, he's
1: in OG now. No, no, he's not. What Moon went to? Oh, DC. Moon went to DC. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So they kicked out Moo Moo got kicked out after coming
3: second. Moon is fantastic.
1: And he's
2: in. Uh, position he's in though. DC now. Fuck. That is rough. Where Moo go then? He hasn't got a team yet. Because obviously, is some crazy bullshit. Man,
3: I wonder where Miracle is going to go. That 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 is definitely. I mean, if nothing else, outs it, like post ti. is where shit this, goes. Going- this is well. This is the most exciting team. Dismantle, I would say, oh, like yeah. they, uh, particularly because they haven't come Except out. They the haven't China. come out and said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but, even that, but even that, I think this is more because like they haven't come out and said, fuck you, everyone, shit, we yep. hate everybody, all that kind of stuff. They've just kind of gone. This is happening. Who can say they're not surprised by this? Everybody is fucking surprised yep. that this has happened. They seem like the most solid bunch of like, like solid team ever. <laughs> Man, I fucking can't wait to see what happens with this. I think it's going to be very fucking interesting for, what, Frankfurt's next, I suppose? Yeah, well, we're waiting for the dates of the... That's usually the second last week in uh, November. Cool. So, I want to go over for it. You want to go over for it? Yeah. Holy fuck, how okay. oh, I've be? never been to a fucking... I've never been to one. How so, nice and that to that be honest, man, I don't want to go to Manila and... and so, that's the- Chinese Dodo last night. <laughs> wow. What
1: happened in terms of teams... As you can tell, this she's, translates really well to a podcast.
3: Yeah, it's just like, everybody. It looks everyone's like, bailed. It, it's just red, basically. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, Remember um, the red wedding in Game of Thrones? Yeah, well, uh, basically, time. that happened. Uh, Only,
3: it's <laughs> weird that there go. was no uh, puppy was part of it. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's still running his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, wrap things up really sure. quickly, but I just, the last bit I want to talk about is the Dota 2 archives that they we're showing. Yep. Like, the in-between... Um, <laughs> more videos that you loved sure one of my favorite ones that I saw was talking about uh, a previous TI where Na'Vi were using fountain hooking with Pudge and I think it was Chen. was it Pudge and oh my. where God. they came back from uh, Chinese team they were basically hooking people teleporting back and then bringing them Back to the home fountain, yeah. Because I remember talking about this years ago I remember about exactly. how this was fucking yeah. broken as shit. Um, but the best part is they've released this archive signal where they were talking about this whole situation and what was happening in the background behind stage and like people like Alliance like Loda just losing his shit, being like, "Who the fuck left that in the game? Like that's broken. They should be disqualified and all this stuff." They should- just wow, just like how can you win against that and then eventually Na'Vi came up against um Alliance in the final yeah but just stuff like that is really cool them looking back on past events and then walking through I didn't it, see it with is. other professionals. No. Oh, I, it's I, amazing.
3: First of all, going back to those broken things, I love that stuff. Because yeah, fuck it shows yeah. it shows these professionals. The creativity. But also, yeah, creativity. I think that's right. also and they're willing to fuck around. Like if I found something like that, you're goddamn right I'd be trying it, right? Yeah. That's I think that's brilliant. Like even like we're talking about before with Underlord and Chen and then him putting yeah. the people back down to the well and stuff like that. Yeah. Like or like I was watching one game, I think it might have been in Shanghai, where they they put uh, IO and Tiny up on the ledge on Radiant's side T1. You know there's that ledge thing up there? And, and IO managed to get up. They like Tiny threw a creep up to this ledge right? Then IO pulled it up to it and then they threw a fucking hero at that ledge. Io I ported left, and they just left him there, and they couldn't get down, and they were there for fucking ever, <laughs> right? And they had to fought, they had to maneuver to get a fucking courier, a courier yeah. to them, and they kept killing the courier, and he was up there forever, and you just like. Shit like that is fucking hilarious, that is- and that's amazing. And you sit in there, and what it does is the game. You think you are going to see, it, like, I can imagine some people will be like, "If that was your team that you are following, you'd be-, you'd be pissed, Yeah. right? You'd be so pissed." Yeah. This breaks the game, blah blah. But it- everyone else is like, "This changes the game so much." Yeah, that- what a funny, what a funny thing to happen. Like, I love but that it. But it also,
2: part. like, I think it exemplifies the power that a high skill ceiling game has. Yeah, because high skill ceiling games. Force players to think so far outside of the box yeah. that they have no choice. Like, not not necessarily no choice, but they yeah. will by just by course eventually stumble across yeah. crazy bullshit. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like when they interviewed
1: the players that they played against that they, that Navi had beat, they were like, "Well, we everybody knew that was in the game, and if we were the better team, we would know how to." Deal with that, but yeah. we we didn't. Yeah. We were getting caught out, yeah. And
3: so in the end, they were like, they were
1: the better team. Yeah. Well, I think the these archive
3: t- things are brilliant for the fact of like, if you're a new spectator coming to it, it shows you where the history is. It's like, true. man, yeah. like I didn't start watching TIs until probably. Four was, 4 was the proper one really? I started watching right like I knew about them but I didn't really start watching yeah. them that much then. but then everyone's talking about TI2 and TI3 and about these amazing plays and all this kind of shit and I never saw of it but, and I didn't know where a lot of stuff come from and there's so many references to that and now yeah. having this means I'll understand what that was like I mean if you watch this year and you didn't even watch the last year or whatever and you didn't know what the 6 million dollar echo slam was Yeah, you're like, you'd be like what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> you know yeah so, uh, and there was nothing like that
2: this year as well eh because no. not to the same extent No, but well, like that is was one of those once in a decade things Oh,
3: well, uh, that the, the year before the happened which was the, um, the puck play remember yeah, the puck the... silence uh, who, who did that again I it's think... S4 no S4 Uh I don't think so. I thought it was a, who I thought was it was S4 it? Uh, I can't remember but like there was this crazy like turtle, fuck yeah you know, Sorry listeners we're not experts but like we've had this bit trick. This puck play and it's just like it was groundbreaking. Like what this play that he, he just did against uh, they were at the racks in mid lane pushing against Dyer and basically for all money are gone, just this huge play of Puck coming in and it was just like that just where the fuck did that come from? That was Alliance and Yeah, I was gonna say it was Alliance, the first, and was it? Chinese no, uh, no Alliance and Navi.
2: Oh, yeah, really,
3: and it was crazy, man. And it was just like, what was this?
1: game changing? The one before that was Chinese Dota, and was just like, oh okay, snowball. Yeah, we yeah, would yeah. we would basically kill you in fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah. yeah,
3: the best thing for the game ever was that that all got broken up. Yeah, that sh- that shit because that was fucked. No, I wouldn't. No It wouldn't be at Ti Six now. That was just still the way the game. Yeah, now it's again. like forty-five, forty-minute games, which is good. Yeah. Good old Ice Frog, eh? Keeping it. Uh,
2: Giving <laughs> it real they do a spectacular job
3: oh man 110 heroes or whatever it is of
2: 105 and,
3: and then like but like but so, I mean yeah, just keeping the balance that they do yeah. it's just unbelievable um, who were we talking We to? were talking about someone about Overwatch,
1: right? Was it Overwatch? Yeah, it was Overwatch, about being like, this person is unmasked. Right, we were, talking about, about,
2: we, we were talking about the concept of ever removing characters from the game, and I was saying it's horseshit. It was a game developer. It, it was wasn't it? Uh, was it a game Morgan, developer? Morgan something. Morgan. Fuck, I can't remember his last name. He's from Divine. Uh, Divine. Jaffa. Yes. Um. And uh, I was saying it's goofy, and they should never, ever, ever remove heroes from the game. And he's what? like, "Oh, they should be allowed to do whatever they want into their game." All like, right, yeah, fair enough. But they can never remove fucking heroes from the game. That's, That's fucking the ridiculous. Fucking most stupid thing I've like, heard. Yeah, they've was- got redesign it. <laughs> yeah, like, they've got. What? Imagine
3: that. Like that was your hero. Like, if look, you play a hero, it gets nerfed. Life goes on. Like, it's stars, yeah. you learn something else, or like you deal with the nerfs, and then you play. It. You shouldn't be playing a hero that's super fucking overpowered
2: anyway. Exactly. If you're only playing it because it's OP as balls, then fucking it deserves, get good, yeah. champ. Yeah, yeah like, it deserves fuck.
3: to get nerfed. No. And that's what good games do, is they nerf heroes that are overpowered so that
2: actual, balanced. Actually, high-skill-based games aim for as much balance as possible.
3: Yeah.
2: Not They don't aim for, oh, yeah, well, this patch... These guys are going to be well OP, but next patch they'll get yeah. nerfed, and some other ones will be OP. because mm. that is that is bullshit? And that's how I'll fucking well, if that's you, how you, Blizzard that's is operating. Right. Is,
3: if you're doing that, you're saying you have no faith in your player base. Yeah, because you are saying your player base is so fucking stupid, and, uh, and they cannot handle a properly balanced game so we have to do this kind of shit like if you pull a fucking hero that would be imagine they think that in Dota they go ah oh, this guy is just, he's just too overpowered Yeah. let's just let's just cut him from skill, the game yeah. right. you know or I, too I would say like a great example of a hero like that is like Earth Spirit right? which is he's got a really high skill cap right he's yeah. super high but they've made him balanced so like if you are that skilled to be able to play him yeah. right then you should have that little bit of an advantage but it's got that really good balance now where it's not like out of control you can't stop him Mm, yeah Um, I mean pulling a hero are kidding me I agree
1: they've gotten to the point where now as well um, they've just introduced their first new hero into the game well they they get it they're about to monkey king monkey king Um, but what they were doing before was adding new items in the game which is huge like had not seen that for years and all of a sudden here's like a dozen new items and that that's getting be, a really, little bit changed, okay. like I
3: will say some of the new items and stuff like that but man well Monkey King do you guys ever play Heroes of the Storm? so like that's I, that's gotta be well, where he's that's f- not he's
2: a, no, well, he's a fictional character why? what's Monkey King basically? so he's
3: like well from the video they showed me he looks like he plays exactly like I'm pretty sure it's called Monkey King in Heroes of Heroes um, in yeah Storm. yeah because he's a, not Heroes a, of the Storm sorry fucking Heroes of New Earth uh, yeah, no, so he, he's from, he's a mythical, like, Chinese Yeah, I, know, Chinese I understand Europe. that, but okay. he's like, the way it looks like the they, they, like they use him, yeah. like, Pretty much. the only thing, like, he has, they showed four kind of skills that he has in, in that little video, yeah. right, and they look exactly like the skills, except one of them where he summons a bunch of fucking monkeys, uh, everything else kind of looks like... The hero that they've got in Heroes of New Earth, because I used to play this hero a lot back then, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like very. I'm not sure what the the, the rules are there, but I mean, if they're going to bring in, he was super fucking fun to play, man. Pong's so yeah. like, dead, isn't
2: it? So it doesn't matter, does it? I think I've not still heard play of that for a long time. Yeah, yeah.
3: But I, every now and then someone brings it up and stuff yeah. like that. It shows how long I've been shit at this kind of game. so <laughs> Since we've started playing, <laughs> all
1: right. Um, to wrap things up, then let's so. do it. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts.
2: Did you did you enjoy it, Joe? Yeah, your, your uh, th- third year watching. I think I very much enjoyed it, and it's like it just keeps getting better as a spectator sport. And, um, and yeah, I'm excited. Like I'm excited for the next year of what they do. see what happens and yeah I'm slowly I, I haven't previously been that attached to teams but I'm slowly becoming more and more attached to teams
1: yeah because yeah, you like talking about how much time you've got in the client yeah but you've never actually
2: really yeah, played yeah so I looked up on the steam yeah, yeah. spy type thing uh, my top five play games and Dota is in my top three Wow. Uh, and I...
3: I think it might be in my <laughs> It's definitely a top
2: <laughs> one. And I have played probably 40 minutes of Dota. Yeah. And the rest of it is literally just watching games. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, I I watch a fuck ton of Dota now. And, yeah, like, it, it doesn't... Like, all the shit around it doesn't necessarily matter to me. It matters to me as someone who wants it to become better. Better as a sport? Mm. Less than... I like because I now feel like I'm out of when I when I ask you stupid questions about whether it's (laughs) jugglers or the one or carry and shit, it's just because I think clarity is necessary, not because like it's clarity is necessary for people conversing about it, not because I don't understand anymore because I do understand it, which is fucking awesome, right? It's just one of those cases where I think if you get into a habit of fucking switching between Forty different terms for acronyms. one fucking concept.
3: Well, this is this is the thing where now it's now I know that because of the community, but that's actually the uh, present presenter's job yeah. to educate people on that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, the positions are now universally accepted, if, and, and but not across just the game; it's across the genre. Yeah, as well. exactly. Almost. And if,
1: and if I've had not,
2: this argument as well, if It's fucking in League Legends, it's sport jungler, ABC, sport. Yeah, but that's their internal name for that's yeah, yeah. stupid as fuck. But bad. like,
3: you yeah, know, if people it. like if people are using it so much now. That's the commentators job to do that.
2: But, mm. um, but yeah, no. Pumped, pumped to watch Frankfurt. Pumped to watch the entire next year, and very excited. I just, to see I just American want to go to one of them. Yeah. I would just something. So very so much, much like to. Yeah. Would, oh my god, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to be there for it. I I, I don't even I worry that the shit around it with the fans would wind up being too much like a fucking uh, one of those terrible no like conventions that you hear about where people are just fucking sweaty nerds yeah American conventions scare the piss out of me (laughs) but the actual games and being there for them would be fucking awesome Mm. yeah anyway um yeah what about you Luke what do you think of this? Is Ti six? Ti, it's yeah. I obviously think it's the best one they
1: put on. Uh, they're getting better in terms of presentation and how to display it. The game's getting so much better. Uh, the meta is at a place where I don't know what they do from here. Sure. Um, yeah, it'll be super interesting to see like what the next big patch is, where they take it. Is it going to be new items? Because they've obviously got you know two new heroes that they're at. They've just added one in ones to come but how do they mix things up to a point where it doesn't
2: break the games in terms of balance but also keeps things new i know we're wrapping up but here's a question for you two yeah is there a point in the future where you see them no longer having to patch to mix things up no i think they have to patch all the time time. it keeps it fresh like we've talked about this before with like
1: nba nba changes their rules every year there's always new rules coming in. We're not. Yeah, but... It's but it changes them four to five yeah. times a year. Six, maybe. It, it changes them on a drastic scale as well, yeah. but I think that's what's so exciting about it, is it's that it, it changes the game up so much that it's not stale and
3: yeah, I think the same. Yeah, I think one of the reasons that they change it is really for the majors, so that way they can make sure that the plays that are going to happen, everyone sees something new. Yeah. all the time I think that's something that they think is necessary I don't know if it is because I've never seen it without it
2: I think that so exhibits a small amount of lack of faith in the players to be honest well the thing that's is that exactly thing? what I think is I think the players are always going to play it
3: differently and yeah. you know you don't. I don't know if they need to change the rules all the time um, to be honest I don't think change it all the time does too much if you're a player yeah. like it doesn't really I'm like, fuck, unless you're like a, a 7 to 8K like rated player, you don't really need to... Like, I'm still always learning. There's so many heroes. There's so many things to do. You're always playing with different people who have different ideas. It's already so complex. I don't know that you need to keep changing a lot. I actually think sometimes if you make it into a sport that goes even wider and like 90% people are spectators and only 10% play if you keep changing like you are no one will be able to keep up yeah you know and I think that's probably going to be a problem that they'll face in the future um, but who knows that's what I was driving yeah, the yeah. but the the, the changes that they, they are making are not
1: fundamental to the the way things usually play it's normally maybe once a year they'll be like all right we're changing the map this is how the map is changing if, if they get to a point then,
2: where they've got 110 Heroes picked yeah, at the international, well, 111 or 111 or wherever the fuck they're up to, 111, 115 by the time they get here. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't,
1: you wouldn't be like, well, fuck. That's but it. but then why has the 111 pick only been picked twice?
0: Mm.
1: Why? How can we? How can we
3: bring that up? Yeah, I you mean, know, how can we make more? Why don't they bust millions? something? I reckon you know, doing some bust and things like that, changing up, is not too bad. Um, and it's
1: usually that's what it is like a majority of the time it's like well let's change the game but this spell is going from one second to two seconds of its cooldown or something like that and it's very minor stuff most of the time on the odd occasion they'll go in and rework a hero yeah um, but that
3: happens like once or twice a year, where they just go and change the abilities of it. The one thing I will say is it'd be awesome, and this will never happen, but if who like Ice Frog and his team hmm. could run seminars for every other multiplayer game in the universe <laughs> to teach these guys about balance and stuff, like I have, I don't know, like yeah, some of the other mobas and stuff, but I've never played anything. Like I played World of Warcraft for a long time. I played. Uh, is probably we were the top guild Australian guild in Australia for a while so that would play a lot of the PvP throughout that whole time which is probably about five years of playing that was never balanced like yeah. Dota like yeah. and Dota would be so much harder to balance and they couldn't do that with fucking nine classes you know and then like this, these are the people that if I was like I don't know fuck like Blizz- blizzard with overwatch yeah right? but like just if I was someone approach. else I mean obviously valve is giving these guys golden thrones; so they never have to worry about money again yeah. but like these are the people that should be going they should be going to, to learn about that kind of stuff because man the balance and this kind of stuff or just do what your mates said and just delete heroes <laughs> fuck it oh, <laughs> what? how, how many overwatch heroes guy? have you got in overwatch you've just got the one everyone's yeah. soldier everyone is soldier 76 <laughs> yeah that's it we call it Judy now yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay um, well, from my point of view, I love TI6 since neither of you are going to ask me about my point of view. I was going to get there. I was, No, it's too late But now. you jumped in
1: and ruined it. No, it. It was, was going to be a really nice moment. But yeah. fuck it. Are you going to shout us next year? We're all going to go.
2: Yep. Okay, maybe. We bought you fucking beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: Shoot, <laughs> I should take you to ti 67 for that. Um, <laughs> I like it.
1: Yeah. Oh, you said 6 and 7. It's yeah. a bit late for 6.
3: Um, <laughs> I, I thought this is the... This is, The most fun I've ever had watching. It was also the most I've ever talked about it from with people who haven't played Dota. I think that is the my number one outtake from this year. That sounds really shit. When do I say that? and corny, but like man, like that many people are talking to me about Dota and had I never knew had ever even heard of it or whatever, and they're asking me to explain things or talk about it. I fucking love that. And that's yeah. where I think that it's done really, really well is is getting its brand out there. So, man, I can't wait for the, the next major. So, Frankfurt, yeah. I'd love to go. Fuck yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Okay. Cool. Oh, well, uh, cool. I guess we'll wrap up. We should wrap things up. Um, Ryan, thanks for joining us. Chatting yeah, with us once again. Um, thanks for inviting
3: me, guys. Yeah,
1: we'll do it again next year in Frankfurt. Yeah, No, in Seattle. We need tickets.
3: One,
2: well, um, three weeks later. Yeah, I'll take you three weeks <laughs> after. <laughs> uh shit. Sure. Um yeah, awesome. This was actually really good. I was worried about how it was gonna go. Because oh, it's you. been it's been like weeks up like weeks later and I'm like, you, could you imagine if we um, talked but, if we did it a week after, we'd be still going. No, my main fucking my main concern was that we both watched fucking that mood, The Nice Guys, on the weekend, and then on the podcast this week, <laughs> we couldn't remember. There was a 10 minute section where we couldn't remember fucking Ryan Gosling's name, so yeah. Good. So I was pretty concerned, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> uh,
3: We've had a lot to drink on the weekend. <laughs> By the way, it sounds like you two are a couple when you talk about things like that. But that's good. I'm all for that stuff as well. So. We, we have been yeah. doing this for. Yeah. Seven years? Yeah. Yeah. He finishes yeah. my Are you seven years in this podcast? Seven years. Just you as long as we didn't. You didn't do
1: it. So sa- sandwiches. <clears throat> yes, he finishes my sandwiches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Yeah, seven years. Fuck yeah. Awesome. What a great podcast. We should get you on for a proper yeah man pro- pro- i to pro- come back
3: do I play any other, <laughs> other games I have been a little you're bit a late. fucking you liar you're you in- you.
2: oh right playing Dota again man I'm
3: not playing as much as anymore not, what you'll normally see is I log on and then I just walk away I've got some friends that have added me and now I don't want to play with them so every time they're on it's just like uh, requests like fuck that
1: so. you know what they've added into it just recently the mat, uh, the, the latest patch they've changed the scoreboard system um, so now there's like a lot of detail in there sure but you can see People that you've played with in your friends list, uh, and look at your percentage win rate.
3: and Fucking me and not very good. <laughs> We're like it's because i when We're I'm like minus two losses or something. Yeah, but you know what? I know, like every time we, I play with you, I'll be like, because like it's not my normal group. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just learn the hero. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I just play like. That. <laughs> oh, I and he's when he's I drive, with you too. Right? and it was basically the most toxic I've ever heard <laughs> I'm two my, people are I'm much are like, supposed and I had no idea what I was doing and you were both straining to be polite it oh. was pretty fucking the, the majority of the time I just play solo <laughs> I,
1: I don't play with anybody
3: else oh, unless it, he's yours. like John the Gamer I've only got one or two like that There, yeah, I'll invite you to when I've got my good guys or like I'll, I'll tell you when it's one yeah. of the no-fuckers. hopefully when I listen to this
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Alright, it's been fun.
1: Oh, it is. Same time next year. Yep. Still again? No, earlier next year. Earlier next
2: year. <laughs> earlier next year, so we can remember some shit. Alright. Alright, bye. See ya.
3: See ya.